Luke, you gotta get closer to your mic, bud. Well, we're not recording yet. Yes, we're we are. We're yet. literally recording, though. Like, <laughs> no, are you, is your thing not recording? <laughs> <laughs> He's just... Ro- no, Luke, you're getting farther <laughs> from your mic. Yeah, bud. You gotta fix that. Can you hear me? <laughs> Luke, you... No, Luke, we said closer to your mic, not farther. Can... No, but can you hear me better now? Luke, please. No game. Am I right popping? Am I popping? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Heavily Altered Podcast. This is episode three, right? Or four? Is it three or four? Three. Uh, oh it's three. Okay, three. three. I'm Namer. Daniel knows that because he does all the work. I'm Luke. Well, and I'm Daniel. I was g- <laughs> you. You're like Daniel knows that because, and I'm Luke. <laughs> just, just that immediately. <laughs> I finished very my quick. sentence. I, I my know, sentence. but it was like, yeah, it's whatever. And it was just whatever. quick turnaround because I already okay, had it in my right. brain. So Luke clearly has been on serotonin today. He's very energetic. Best I don't know. Serotonin. It's just, it's just gallows humor because I'm going to take all my finals tomorrow and fail them all. I think uh, I think, I think he needs to turn off the light in his room, dim the lights, and get in like a calm atmosphere. Oh, so he's still pretty far no. from his mic. I feel like he needs to get a little closer. Just Can put you it like, right me, next okay? to you. Yeah, but you just don't sound good. Yeah, Is but you don't want is it at the you edge of talk loud. It's not at the edge. It's 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 like past where my keyboard is. <clears throat> just put it like, um, I don't know. Do you have notebooks? <laughs> I thought we there? were just going to sit there any, and look disappointed at Luke. I thought we were just going to stare and look disappointed at Luke. Is that any better? Will this not be too loud? No, you'll be fine. No? You're fine. No, you'll All be right. fine. Whatever you, you say. Never worry about it being too loud unless like when you're screaming and stuff like that. Yeah. Like What if I am? Yeah. What if I am? So you sound perfect right now. You sound so beautiful, Luke. You're perfect. It's because I'm talking real smooth, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, actually, this whole time, he, he's been the same distance from his mic. He's just been altering the tone of his voice so it sounds farther or closer away. <laughs> no, actually, it's the reverse. The mic was inside him, and then he slowly took it out, and that's why he sounds so much better. Yes. Sorry, Luke. Can you just read your social security number off that piece of paper real quick? No, no, no. Six, no. three, four. Oh, my God. That's mine. <laughs> that was a ah! joke. That was a joke. <laughs> that's mine. That's Namer told us social security, social security number. number. Yeah. I mean, Luke, 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 was, Luke was at Namer's house and wrote down his social security Is number. Is that not common knowledge amongst friends? Is that you're supposed to talk about your social, social security, security number? Number? Yeah. We all know each other's social yeah. security numbers. Yeah. There's yeah. like Guys, many things. If your friends don't know your social security number, then you're not real friends. Not true friends. Yeah. Are they really your friends? Nah. Come on. Exactly. Come on. Come on. Yeah, so how have you guys been? It's been a day since we talked to each other. It's been a week roughly since we recorded the last podcast. You know, I've been I've I've been feeling pretty cuz I haven't worked out in like 3 weeks and I feel awful. Mm. Yeah, um it's funny that you bring that up because Luke's very skinny or skinnier than me for sure. Um I'm actually trying to well, I'm, get, I'm I'm getting not that skinny anymore, is all I'm saying. You you just have dad bod. Have like dad bod. <laughs> yeah, I know. Where you're like you're very I, skinny but you have fat deposits like all around your Yeah. like tummy and stuff. My thighs. I think I think every single like ounce of food I eat goes directly into my thighs and my ass. It sucks. Man, Luke's I ass to be is an Instagram thick, model, huh? bro. Am I right for this? <laughs> Yeah, Luke's Luke now just took a applying. picture of him from the hips down. Everyone would be, be just yeah. Mesmerized. It would be it would be a disaster. <laughs> Watch out, 
keep your keep your girlfriends away from Instagram. Luke's gonna start taking below I hit keep the men away because if you just show the like waist down, you'll think it's a Instagram model, like a girl, and you'll be like, whoa. Yeah, there's still yeah. actually a. Uh... Hmm? Are you gonna do it hmm. where it's gonna be your New Year's resolution to get back in shape? No, it's gonna be my resolution for this week. Like it was my resolution for the last two weeks. <laughs> my my week <laughs> resolution. I feel like actually that might be a good thing to do like weekly like goals. I've never really done that. Mm-hmm. I've always just been like, okay, my my goal is well, now Elon to start Musk doing does. That. So you're not Elon Musk. You're right. I'm the not Elon, Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. That's a very astute observation, Namer. Good job. When I'm disappointing my son, I'm gonna be like, you're not Elon Musk. You'll never be Elon Musk. And then they'll always want like, and he won't get that reference because Elon, Elon Musk, Musk will be dead by that time. <laughs> no, X Ash Angel Archangel Twelve B, X Ash Archangel Twelve B will be taking over the Tesla Enterprises. They'll be like, "What did you compute today?" You know, God, is he a robot? It's tough crowd. No, his name is. Yeah, have you robot. seen his name, Luke? The his yeah, son's no, name. we all know his name. <laughs> you were definitely saying that he was a robot. <laughs> it's Kyle. <laughs> No, it's not. It's like X Ash Archangel. You've, you've seen that joke though, right? Where it's like, because X represents Kai, and then yeah. E E is pronounced I, Kyle. and then yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's really I'm very conflicted about Elon Musk because you know he's funny at times, like on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he was really funny in Rick and Morty when he played Elon Tusk. Yeah, and it's like, why does everybody want to talk about my tusks? I'm just here to talk about my. But he also tusks. doesn't treat his workers like human beings. Well, name me a CEO hey, entrepreneur. Hey, no has... nuance. November's over. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Name me. What were you? What were you gonna say? Name What were you gonna say? Because I already know the answer. Is that none of them do? Yeah. And that's a bad thing. And that's a bad thing for all of them. So I don't look up to any of them. Listen, but listen, listen. What are you recording your this on right now? Huh? This podcast on a MacBook toner. No, on a MacBook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He just reads the brand. It says Pro on oh, the it. Mic. <laughs> the I'm mic. recording on Pro. <laughs> I'm recording yeah, on Pro. Yeah, but see, Namer, the thing is, Namer, the thing is, though, Namer, the thing is, though, how live, how, how does, like, society, if live in society? Hmm? Hmm? How does God, society, if so live trendy in society? Right now, dude. He's really got how you with that one. How does society, how if society, live in society? How... <laughs> How criticize society if live in society? Hmm? If, yeah, there you if go. If food, why obese? <laughs> Wait, what? It's, <laughs> oh, food, it's like it doesn't make any sense. Criticize society yet iPhone? <laughs> it's just <laughs> stupid shit like that. Oh my god. Yeah, I, for well, people who don't know, yeah. we're making um, a meme reference. It's like a TikTok thing, right? I wonder if there will ever be an iconic meme to come out of TikTok. Like, you know how Vine has those iconic vines that's like, you know, come get y'all juice, and they, like, break the oven, whatever, and then, like... Uh, See, the thing is, I've never heard of that one before. Really? Oh, <laughs> that was a horrible the, example, because I've never What about heard the one Drew Gooden made? The one Drew Gooden made that was, like, road work yeah, ahead? Yeah, Gee, road I sure hope it does. I think there are some. That was also... It's just, there's so many that have become viral that it's hard to, like, pick one now. But you know I that, we'll be have after you seen that video of the girl who tried, um, what was it? It was like LaCroix for the first time. And she goes, mm, I don't like it. Well, actually, no. no. Oh, no, no. It's not LaCroix. Well, it's maybe. kombucha. It's kombucha. Oh, is it kombucha? Yeah. it's. She like but, opens it. Like, that's she's become like, a pretty. 
Yeah, she's like, mm-hmm. it smells like a woman's restroom. It smells like a woman's restroom. Have y'all seen, on TikTok, have y'all seen the guy who rates sinks? Rate rates what? what? Rates public sinks. Oh, sink, oh yeah, like sink faucets. TikTok. Sink TikTok. Yeah. Dang. He'll be like, what I give this about? one uh, three sinks. Four sinks out of five. Three sinks out of five. Very, it's and, a, this is a very interesting um, side of TikTok. TikTok. It's just, TikTok. there's lots of funny, like, dude, it's always funny to see the videos that have the comments that are like, how is TikTok still free? I think TikTok has <laughs> a lot like, of those comments. Or it's like, y'all are getting way too comfortable on, these, on this app. Stuff like that. Has oh, yeah, that too. Constantly. People are getting too comfortable. I don't get it. It's like Twitter too. It's like people like talk about their like social life way too comfortably. Like their intimate love life. Like, yo, mm-hmm. I don't care that you and your boyfriend are arguing over who should be on top. Like, just keep it to yourself, you know? I don't care. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. I only follow I only I only follow people on Twitter that make jokes all the time. Yeah. So I don't generally see stuff like that. I mostly uh-huh. only follow uh, content creators I like on Twitter and some news organization. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. So, I think they've done a better job with the viral tweets. Like you know, it just says so and so and so and so like this mm-hmm. tweet, and it's like a pretty viral tweet. And it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Like the one I showed you all earlier today, it said, "Why do men?" Uh, to not go to th- or start a podcast instead of actually going to therapy. <laughs> that is pretty yeah. funny. That like, is funny. funny because we're starting a pot. Wait, wait, we're starting a podcast. Is that why you sent it to us? Oh my God, oh. Luke! I think he sent it to us. because oh, we're starting are you, a podcast. Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe I'm misreading the joke. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe that's not why. Maybe it was something else. What? That's because we started. Oh, wait, okay, are you let's being brainstorm. What are other podcasts oh, that he wait, could are you please fr- stop? Are you being I'm, sarcastic? I'm, I'm joking. Wait, I don't get it. I don't get the joke. What is... I don't get it. Everybody knows Daniel's humor is the best when it comes to sarcasm, so... I don't you know get how it. it is. You know how it is. It doesn't make sense. Okay, I want to talk about my first topic, though, because <laughs> I... It's not yeah. sarcasm. Right. It's verbal so Luke, <laughs> So Luke was talking about going to the gym, so I want to relate that to oh, mine yeah. in a little bit, because I have to make it about me. Actually, he was talking about working out, not going to the gym. You don't have to go to the gym to work out. Because <laughs> he, desp- he never defined where to <laughs> what working out meant, like working out his troubled marriage or his troubled <laughs> relationship with his parents. Multiple marriages. Multiple okay, marriages. It's very ambiguous. Working, right. Yeah, he ha- the reason he's in trouble with his marriage... Is because he has multiple of them, and they found out about the others. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so, yeah, he's working mm-hmm. out, or he wants to work out, and mm-hmm. I, like, you know... And he just probably like, won't. Yeah, he probably won't. I, I don't know if I will, either. Probably will not. So I don't blame him. What were you gonna, but I want to hear what Namor's going to say. Namor, are you trying to get yeah. on the ground? Yeah, so I'm trying to get something here, if I could actually progress this conversation forward. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, let's actually regress that conversation back two minutes, and no. I'll stop. I feel I'll like stop. It's... This the energy of this uh, podcast is just opposite ener- or opposite forces, and they just go together to create a stationary object. <laughs> this this podcast hasn't moved in any single direction since it started. Hey exactly. hey, it's okay though. We're only we're only twelve minutes in. <laughs> what's only, what's also weirder is that there's three of us. So by definition, mm-hmm. the forces should cancel out because it's three should different directions. Should cancel out because they'd be unequal. Yeah, but I feel like one of us is just coinciding with both sides. If like two of us push at half of a force that the other person pushes in an opposite direction, mm-hmm. then it would be stationary. I'm just yes. saying, if two people, okay, two this people is are pushing this against is too, each other at the, same, <laughs> at the same force, at the same force, and then Luke and then comes then in both... with the opposite energy just <laughs> so now. I would like to, I would like out. to point out, Namer is the irony of Namer saying this podcast is going nowhere 
and then us talking about how the podcast is going nowhere for like a good solid minute and a half. <laughs> Truly nihilistic approach oh to God. podcasting. Okay, so basically, you know, I just I wasn't feeling well because I feel like after ever since like basically I, when I was a kid, I was pretty chubby. Obviously, mm-hmm. you guys knew me pretty well. I was really chubby as a kid. Uh, you know, my parents just always fed me. I didn't really exercise. I don't see color. All the time. Okay, and um, Daniel doesn't see weight. <laughs> keep it to yourself. Right? Anyways, we continue. That. I'm just kidding. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, I definitely was very like, especially when puberty started happening. I was, I got really chubby because I guess that's what happens to your body in some cases. Because I didn't really Did grow. Because I don't remember you getting genetics. any chubbier from elementary school to middle school. I don't know. I also remember specifically a summer where my brother came home like long term after college because I was like the first time in a while he had stayed for a whole summer and we would eat out like almost every night like we would go to mcdonald's or like you know del taco or something and so, so i gained a lot right of weight now? then no i don't yeah, do that sure. well we've been doing better but anyway i'll get into okay. that a little bit actually and mm-hmm. uh and so i was really chubby back then i was like a really chubby kid i remember like you all used well, to call Luke, me try to pay attention at least try to look interested man i'm just yawning <laughs> chill <laughs> Okay. Dad, he, yeah, continue. This is a very I'm bo- sorry. Body Luke's positive being so disrespectful. podcast, huh? Luke's being so this might become, disrespectful. This might become a very serious, yeah. like, or personal thing. I don't know. I don't, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty honest okay. when it comes to that stuff. Like, especially when I'm mm-hmm. more, because uh, obviously I'm pretty overweight now. Like, I'm not obese or anything. At least I don't think. According to the BMI index, I am, which is alarming. I've heard the BMI index is extremely misleading. It's very like, misleading. Your mass could obese. be muscle. It could be yeah. It's like yeah. But then p- other people so, will claim. Oh, actually, you're just wrong. It's just, anyways. You're just unhealthy. Yeah. Um. So I was really chubby. I never played sports or anything. And then in like leading up to seventh grade, I was like, you know what? Why don't I just do football? You know, I've never played the game before. Like this could be a fun experience. This could branch out. It could be fun. And then I joined mm-hmm. football. And then in seventh grade, and I got I got really into football just playing it, watching it, all that stuff. So I would go outside and play on top of, like, the workouts we would do in school. And, like, I don't think I lost weight per se, but I think combined with puberty, I grew and, like, I didn't gain weight, which I think is a big thing. Mm. And so I started, I looked pretty good. Like, I was, like, because for me, it's always been the issue of, like, wearing a t-shirt and it just feels weird. You know, you you feel like there's, like, a gut hanging out or, like, you know, like, stuff like that. And then, like, I didn't really mm-hmm. feel that once I was, like, late seventh grade. I was like, whoa. Like, I didn't realize it changed this much. And then it carried on to eighth grade. I was still playing football. And then ninth grade, I was, like, pretty in shape. I remember ninth grade specifically because I was doing band on top of that with y'all. That, like, during the summer band and football, there'd be nights or days where I would go to school at 6 a.m. for, like, the beginning of football and then stay mm-hmm. until, like, 8, 8, or 8 p.m. when combined with summer band mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I was just, like, yeah. outside all day. And then I remember I was in really good shape back then. And then sophomore year, I kind of like got lazier because like I just I knew I was about to quit football. And then by junior year, I was I wasn't too bad. But then senior year, I just basically stopped. Like I just stopped caring really. And so I like gained I think probably ten or twenty pounds something like that. Mm-hmm. And so for reference, I'm like I think I'm. So I looked t- today or like no I looked last week and it said I was two sixteen. I was like, geez, man, I'm 216. Like, I knew once I broke the 200 mark, I was like, like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta work on this, man. Cause 200 as like a 5'7 person, it's a way too much. So yeah. So long story short, I want to get back into at least looking better 
you know, because I, I liked how I felt in like eighth grade and ninth grade. And it's really weird because like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys feel this, but when you look at your past selves, mm-hmm. like, because when I was in those moments, like living those moments, I never thought like, wow, I feel like pretty, I, I feel good looking. I feel like I'm in shape. Like, I feel good about my body and stuff. Right. But then like looking back at it in the photos, I'm like, dude, like I should have been more appreciated or appreciative of that time. Like I look so good. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. I mean, long story I think- short, I'm, I don't, all right, go ahead, Daniel. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, I don't want to cut you off. Are you going to finish up with something? Like, wrap it up or say something? I was gonna uh, Wrapping up. Basically, um, so I think for me, it's really weird because I have, like, I gained a lot of muscle from football. So I think I do have a lot mm-hmm. of muscle. Like, I'm a pretty burly dude when it comes to that. But I also have fat on top of that. So mm-hmm. it's, like, it feel, it's a little weird. So, like, I wouldn't say I'm, like, obese. I'm definitely not obese. Like, I think I'm healthier mm-hmm. than a lot of people. I'm definitely more athletic than most people that mm-hmm. are my weight and height. But, like, I don't. Like, I think I'm pretty good in terms of sports and stuff, mm-hmm. but yeah, I definitely need to like lose. I would like to lose maybe 30 pounds, like 30 pounds. I'll be like really good shape for, for like mm-hmm. what I used to be. And then like the mm-hmm. goal would probably be to like 150 and that's, that would take like a year, which I'm fine with. I just have right. to, that's what I weigh. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I know you guys say... have never really, yeah, go ahead. I, I'll step well, in again. Cause I feel like I've took over. Yeah. If you, if you want, we can, we can talk back and forth. You can cut us off as well. And keep saying what you were saying i was just gonna say i wanted to talk about that thing where you said you weren't appreciative of how like good you felt at that time and i feel that happens like in cycles for me where like i will just like wake up one day and i'll be like Mm -hmm. i'm loving the way i look today and then a month down the line i'll wake up and just be like god i hate everything about me and it's just this weird cycle Mm -hmm. and i'll be like god why was it like a month ago that i woke up and felt the best that i felt in forever and like now i just i can't see any of that it's just this weird like cycle for me and i definitely don't like appreciate it enough or balance out that kind of like negative energy enough with like this surge of positive energy that i sometimes have so Mm -hmm. yeah i kind of understand that feeling for me Mm -hmm. i i think the main key reason why i look so good and stuff like that was just because football like at least doing like going to the gym for school every Mm -hmm. single day i had to work out every day at school like, I think that in of itself was a good motivation because, like, I, could, I couldn't control it. Like, I had to go to school to do that stuff. So, right. like, that clearly, like, was a good discipline. And the problem is with me, at least, because I've been trying to lose weight since I was a little kid. Like, I've always been, like, mm-hmm. I've, I've always had surges. Like, I'm sure a lot of people that are overweight or something have had that feeling where it's, like, yes, I'm, like, I have the momentum. I'm going to work out. I'm going to go run a mile or two every day. Mm-hmm. And they do that for maybe a oh, week. Man. Like, I, this is what happens to me. I do it for, like, a week. Then I just stop. Right? And then... Like no, maybe listen, something happens. I think one. Ex- I think even you, you make one excuse, and even, then you're like, oh, "I'll do it tomorrow." And then you make another excuse that day, and then it just racks up. And tomorrow you just turns into a month. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I have that. I have those mm-hmm. surges too. Like Daniel knows. I. I. This year, I've. I went to the gym almost every day for like, four or five weeks, mm-hmm. and then, two of the machines that I used there just stopped working, and I just stopped going. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I haven't yeah. been in See, since the week before Thanksgiving break. <laughs> and it's super tough because it's COVID. so funny. I was mm-hmm. going to say, I think that's so funny because it's just the littlest things that can distract us from our workout regimen. Yeah. Where it's like, for sure. you'll be like, like what you're saying, you're like, you have a consistent schedule for like upwards of a month or however long it was. It was like for a long yeah. time. And then suddenly a machine stops working and you're just like, God, it all falls apart. And it's, it's yeah. almost comical how like, we desire to mm-hmm. like make ourselves better so much, but then we also let every little thing hold us back. I don't know. That's I just like kind of trendy, like... right? Because that's why it's interesting mm-hmm. now. Because I think actually I'm preferring that it came to me now 
instead of at the beginning of the year because I feel like a lot of people don't carry through their New Year's resolutions. But if you're like going into the year, like starting this habit, like you know prior, mm-hmm. like you spend like a couple weeks prior to the New Year, then I think it could like help boost it for the better too. In my opinion, because I've yeah. never really done it like that. And just for me, it's like, like I remember I was doing pretty well for like the first like I remember a week before spring break, I was like, okay, I'm gonna make a habit now. I'm gonna go to sleep a little bit earlier, like 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wake up at 6 a.m. Go to the gym. And, you know, I'll go on the bike and stuff, and then I'll go back home, take a nap, and then go to school, right? Every day of the mm-hmm. week for the weekdays and stuff, right? I, I did really good at carrying that. Like, I was doing that very well. And then, I, you know, with spring break, I was like, okay, I don't really need to wake up early because I don't have school. So, I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll do it during the day. And I was doing that. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. wham, COVID happens, school gets canceled. Then the gym is closed down, or the one I go to is closed mm-hmm. because of COVID. I'm just like, wow, like my life was actually going in a good direction. Like as long as I felt like I was generally keeping yeah. up and then COVID just was like, nah, do you guys well, think- I mean, it's up to me really, but still, I was going to say, do you think COVID is and- one of the reasons that you've kind of like faltered on like, cause I feel like just on a mental level, like with COVID going mm-hmm. on, I've kind of just given up. Like I don't see people that often. So I of- often don't care yeah. how I look most of the time. And I've just kind of like, maybe it's a mental thing for me where it's just like, I could understand why COVID would, or like the whole virus would kind of discourage mm-hmm. people from like working out now and trying to get yeah. better. Cause it's like, I'm not going to see anyone. I've been in my room for like three months now and it's like, nothing's getting better. What's the point? You know, I don't know. I'm just curious. Yeah. No, I, get it. Um, I no, think I part of it is also college. Oh, what'd you say? Luke? I didn't mm-hmm. mean, cut you off. No, I said that's definitely a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think college, like for me, a big reason I, like, I don't think I, like, went overboard with food. Basically, I would just get Chick-fil-A every day because it was right next to my... Uh, it was, like, not that far. So I was just, like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, just getting it every day. And like, I didn't overeat or anything, especially, like, through college. Mm-hmm. But then I also was, like, I was a pretty homebody. Like, I would just stay in my dorm and, like, work on class and do homework and stuff like that. So I feel like I need... Luke can attest um, that I had that issue very... Or I still do. Yeah. I would sit in my... I would never leave my the hallway mm-hmm. of our dorm there were some days where i never leave the hallway of our dorm it's like that yeah, that exactly. can't be mm-hmm. good for you like i never yeah. saw outside air like mm-hmm. yeah so i'm hoping <clears throat> at least at home you know with my mom being able to cook me an actual meal like most mm-hmm. of the time for for however long i'm here for and you know just practicing better habits i think it'll carry into the next year and then also when i'm at school because you know at school like like for me i started making oatmeal for breakfast because it's a pretty low calorie or for lunch because i wake up like around lunchtime you know so it's a pretty good low calorie meal so Mm -hmm. that's pretty good but i don't know how i'm gonna make that at university you know because i don't have a kitchen or anything i was gonna say i feel like you might relate to this but i felt like if if cooking was a more available option i would eat healthier because i could cook myself like scrambled eggs for breakfast that aren't like that's one of the things that i um... like yeah Mm-hmm. that's one of the things i had on my topic list is that i want to cook more but i have no means to because mm-hmm. like I think first of all I'm, just just like, I'm more or less broke second of all mm-hmm. there's just no way to cook here or for mm-hmm. most of my life or for most yeah. of my yeah mostly well, well it's like more. also combined with that it's just it takes time like i think the mm-hmm. beauty about fast food is that you just go to it and then I'm instantly ready like while you're there whereas with cooking mm-hmm. you'd be like all right i gotta prep this out 
got to start cooking. You, you also have to get time groceries, to and that takes time. Yeah, yeah it's just that. like it's just like it takes work out of you because just extra work to put in. So I guess the solution mm-hmm. to that would be like meal prepping. Like you spend a Sunday just cooking all your food for the week, mm-hmm. which that'd be an I, interesting mm-hmm. thing to see. I have a question for know. you guys. It's related yeah. to all this. How do you handle like lows and highs in confidence and stuff like that? Like, what do you guys do? Like, especially on your like worst I days don't. when you're feeling like awful. I don't either. I do. I do ter- very terribly <laughs> yeah. at it. I'm very bad. Okay, at then it. maybe kind of describe yeah. like, um, just kind of talk about like what it feels like or why that might happen where you have these highs and lows. I'm so just it's kind of an well. Oh yeah, Luke, go ahead first. Well, I I just kind of tend to dress nicer on days that I don't feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. Like um, on days that I'm not feeling so good, I'll actually put on jeans. <laughs> I just was to wearing sweatpants. So now I, I know every time Luke's like wearing jeans. Every time I'm wearing jeans for no reason, for no reason, yeah, Mm -hmm. I've had a bad day. But like, if I'm going on a, if I'm hanging out with you guys, or if I'm going on a date, or if I'm doing something with my family, I'll wear jeans, obviously, Mm -hmm. because that's like an actual thing to wear jeans on. But if I'm just wearing jeans and I'm lounging around, I kind of, kind of, you know what, probably, probably, yeah. But Luke, when we were sleeping over, you're wearing jeans to bed. (laughs) I was gonna say, I feel the complete opposite. opposite. You can tell my mood depending on how well dressed I am. If I mm-hmm. am if I am in sweats and I'm in sweats and it's like 4 p.m. in the afternoon and I'm still in sweats, you can tell I'm feeling like a lazy piece of that entire day. Like <laughs> it just it kind of determines my mood. I don't know. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm a little I'm very all over the place. Like for me, mm-hmm. it's just like I think I carry a lot of that on myself. Like I'm like if most people just meet me and like you guys too. Like I think you guys have mm-hmm. very rarely seen me either sad or mad just in general right like it's a very rare thing for me because mm-hmm. i just yeah. feel like that's like my I mentality this, i, I like think too. i don't think, I see, I don't think I, we've ever really seen each other sad or mad or we have but not very okay rarely. i no. here's what i'm gonna say i've seen luke mad more times than i can count seeing any of you guys sad is like next to zero and maybe we should talk about that in a few moments because like we should talk about the, like the one time that i got that. mad a couple weeks ago yeah, yeah we can mm-hmm. talk about that too <laughs> i i was i was jokingly angry because i didn't have enough clothes hangers for the day or for the week so i had I was so i gave him a few in one hand and i got <laughs> and i got jokingly mad and i slammed them all down all down onto my bed and every single one of my f- clothes hangers just snapped <laughs> they all rendering just them useless at the neck so too. not only Completely did he did useless he, not only did he make his problem worse, he exacerbated the issue that was already going on. But it was just, oh my god, it was so funny because I was like, how do you even do that? Like, he, he doesn't know his own strength, he just snaps it like, bah! Well, I feel like Luke's also the most easy to get visibly frustrated and angry. Like, you know, like, take for the podcast, when, like, the audio isn't working, he'll just get very mad, like, really quickly. Like he'll start cursing. Okay, well, really well, frust- frustrated for sure, but I don't actually get angry, like mm-hmm. most of the time. Like that time was just a joke. Like I wasn't no, even was actually it? mad. No, I was, was just it, mildly. No, 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 not not what you're talking about. I'm talking about with, he was I'm talking about with the clothes hangers. Oh yeah, I'm not talking about the. I'm talking about with the clothes hangers. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was frustrated. What what you're talking about? I'm talking about the clothes hangers. I was joking about. I wasn't listening for about two seconds. When that time that my my audio wasn't working and I was getting frustrated. Yeah. But yeah, no, oh. I get frustrated. Uh, but that is extremely frustrating because it's like you don't even know yeah. what to do. It's like, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, no, I get frustrated pretty easily. I will a, never forget that moment of Luke, like his most, I guess, frustrated oh. I've seen him in a long time. Are we gonna time. talk about this? This is so funny. Can we talk? I already about know Luke? what Neymar's gonna bring up. 
I already know what he's. I don't know what you're going to talk about. Uh, Luke doesn't know. I already know this. Sleepover. Your dad had to drop you off. You know oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So can uh, I talk about yeah. it? Is that okay? All right. Yeah, so, we can talk uh, about it. I'm gonna it say from my perspective. Daniel can explain it to him too, and then Luke can mm-hmm. finally explain himself. Because I feel like he is obviously... It's about him. Luke has the most justified Mm -hmm. perspective on this. In his eyes, yeah. (laughs) So basically, um, you know, it's summer. Uh, I want to say before sophomore year, right? Or is it after No, it was before before our junior year. Before our junior year. Yeah. Because I had just gotten my car. Yeah. I don't have a good memory. That's right. Because Luke had a car, and he got his car, like, in May of sophomore year. I got my car, like, the day before sophomore year ended. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, it's summer. It's like July or something. And, you know, I invited them to sleep over and I asked my mom, or, yeah, something about, we were going to schedule a sleepover. And I asked my mom like, yo, um, can Luke and Daniel sleep over? Like, and she's like, oh, we have a party to go to like a family friend party to go to. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, she's like, you have to go. I was like, okay, can I bring them then? And then we just go back to the house later. And she's like, yeah, perfectly fine. Like, that's cool. Let's, I'd actually appreciate that. I feel like they'd appreciate guests or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, so I'm from Bangladesh, and, you know, we have, like, a specific, like, it's, like, a specific vibe, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, like, a get-together, but there's a lot of people, you know, they're talking, you know, just, like, cultural food being served and stuff like that. And, um, like, Luke and Daniel, they follow my mom to the party, and so Luke car. was going, yeah, and so... Luke had to pick up his brother because his brother usually sleeps over with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Luke has to pick up his brother, or at some point he will have to pick up his brother because he's going to sleep over with us. Because Luke asked beforehand, and I said, yeah, because we like Rory, his brother. It's pretty mm-hmm. chill. Yeah. And so um, we go to the party, you know, and the thing about brown parties, I'll call them because we do call them. It's okay for me to say mm-hmm. it, not for y'all. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, melatonin parties. Oh god! Yikes. That's not the right thing. You mean thing. melanin? Oh, wait, no, mel- melanin? He means melanin. <laughs> oh my god! Bro. Yeah. So basically, um, we go there. The thing about brown parties is they serve food really late usually, because people mm-hmm. usually come very late and they stay very late. And so me, mm-hmm. me, like I want to like spend the littlest possible amount of time there because I want to just go back home. Um. So I was waiting for the food to come, and we were just like chilling. We were just talking, you know, making stuff uh, or like talking around and stuff like that. And then, you know, it's like 9 p.m. I'm like, okay, the food will hopefully be ready soon. It's like 9.30. It's ready soon. Then I go downstairs to ask because I'm like, we have to get going because Luke has to go pick up Rory at a specific time from mm-hmm. his parents. And then because um, his parents said, if you don't pick him up, it's going to be a big deal. Like, you know, they just like, well, like, you have to come back by like, what was it, yeah. 10 or like 9.45 or something? So I'm like, okay, let's, About then. let's, yeah, I don't let's know. see. I'm like, okay, mom, like the food's clearly not ready in time. Like, can we just go? And then like my the... The person whose house it was, the mo- the mother, was like, no, 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 stay, stay, stay. The food's about to happen. I'm like, okay. And then, like, Luke's getting very visibly upset. Like, you could tell he's like, we need mm-hmm. to go, right? And then mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm trying. I'm trying. And then, you know, they basically just keep making us wait until, like, 10 p.m. when the food comes. I, like, like rush to eat the food. Luke rushes to eat his food. Daniel rushes. I'm like, mom, we have to go. And she's like, okay, fine. So we go. Luke's mom starts calling him multiple times and she like calls and he gets like he starts yelling at her i assume she yells at him stuff like that right and i guess whatever goes down it basically is like like she's like you need to come home and you're not allowed to go to sleep over tonight mm-hmm. you have to stay home right mm-hmm. so this kind of screws things because one i didn't bring my car or daniel didn't bring his and luke was our ride to my house so like luke basically went to the house or his house 
I'll never forget in the car. It was so funny because he was so angry. You could see him so visibly mad, and like the way he. So he was. I'm pretty in a sure, parallel parking I'm spot. I'm pretty sure the car the way, was silent the entire way home. I think it was, it was kind like of a kind 25 of minute drive. I think that was the most tense silence. car ride car ride I've ever been. <laughs> well, it was a very awkward car ride. Like me and Daniel were clearly very yeah. chill, but like you could tell Luke was very upset, right? And so mm. I remember mm. Luke was like, he was like in the car. He starts the car, right? And like the way he reversed, he would like slam the gas. But like not like it would be it would be going really fast. But as soon as he like an inch away from car, he just stopped, right? And then he would like and then he would just like like aggressively touch the the brake pad or mm-hmm. whatever. Not the brake pad. What's the not the steering wheel? The little yeah. knob thing. Oh, so the the, the gear shift. The, the gear, gear shift. Yeah, the, what, I guess. The, so he like yeah. he he Even changes it back, goes forward, goes forward. As soon as he's about to, like an inch away from the next car in front of him, stops. And like he he did so aggressively yet so like safely, it was so weird. Like he it was, was so like, meticulous yet out of frustration. It was very strange. It was like he'd be reversing back and then a sudden like instant stop, and it happened to be like perfectly spaced with the car just like inches away. And then he would. It was like, like graceful, but like you know. Yeah, it was. Weird. It was a time. weird. I've never seen. What I wanted to say is, I've never seen somebody make an eighteen-point turn look so <laughs> aggressive yet calm at the same time. And the reason I want to point this out, it was like an eighteen-point turn because because this party had a ton of people and the street was narrow mm-hmm. and there were cars lined the entire way and his car was jammed in between two cars and we're like, I don't know how old, we just got our driver's license. So it's like, like not was, easy was, for us to pull out was, of these places. Yeah, yeah, I was probably 16 in a few months. Yeah, Actually, and so, though, this was this was like July, so yeah, no. You were about the like funny part though now. was we were yeah. facing the wrong yeah. way. You wanted to, you wanted to like U-turn on this street to go out to the other street. And I was like, Luke, you could just just pull forward and we'll go through the neighborhood and come out. And it was like, no. And he was just working so hard to turn the entire car around when there's absolutely zero space to do it. I I swear to God, that took like three minutes of you just trying to get the car out of the spot. In and the entire time, funny. Neymar and I were just silent. It was like, pretty funny. In retrospect, I was so pissed off. No, the way Daniel know, also, like, so how typically him. Daniel gives directions. It's so funny how Daniel gives directions to Luke. Because it's kind of like a supportive mom. It's like, okay, right here, yeah. you're going to take a turn. I was doing like directions. I'll be like, oh, I'll get directions. <laughs> All right. You're going to mm-hmm. take a right right here. And he's like, okay, that was a great turn. Okay, so in like a little bit more, you're gonna stay in this on this lane. Okay, so you're good yeah, for a while. Yeah, I give very specific. Like, I give very specific directions because okay. I never want to. I never want until, somebody to no, be you like. You get you get very very specific until you're not specific enough. No, oh, no, yeah, it's not even specific. True. It's but just I like genu- how sweet he is. He's like, it's like okay, I that was a great turn. Try to okay, you're like, gonna stay here for okay, a little bit. So, All right, good. Okay, so in about two lights, you're gonna turn right, and then I'll be like, okay, this oh, yeah. light coming up, you're gonna turn right. Okay, you're gonna turn right here. Oh, great. Okay, so yeah, great. You pulled into the correct lane. We're gonna stay in this lane, and we're gonna keep going. <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's he's just like, the most. Like you're gonna turn left. You're gonna turn left here. Okay, that was a really good turn. Thank you. And okay, you're doing really good, man. And you do this like constant reassurance and stuff. It's yeah. so funny. And like, I just remember that happening. And then we go uh-huh. to. Basically, Luke, like, parks at... So, Daniel and Luke are pretty... Like, they live right I, next to each wait, other. Wait, can I say one thing while mm-hmm. we're in the car yeah, ride scenario? Yeah, go ahead. I just ahead. think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Whenever... Because it was silent. I know I know everybody has done this. I know everybody has done this. Whenever there's an awkward car ride, you get your phone out and pretend like you're doing something on it. But you never know what to do. <laughs> I did that all the time where I'd be like, oh, let me check my text. Oh, no text from anyone, huh? Let me just scroll through all of the, the names on my text list. Huh? No one there. And it's like... 
maybe I should go on like Reddit or something and distract myself, but I feel bad doing that. So I kind of just pretend like I'm doing something on my phone. And it's just this awkward my silence go-to of me. Is looking I go at to my Spotify. Text. Okay, set my phone list. down. Okay, look at my text. Okay, set my phone down. Okay, look at my... It's like just this back and forth of trying to pretend like something Yeah, usually is, I just go on Spotify. Is, I usually have my headphones and listening to music. So I'm like sw- mm-hmm. like scrolling through the songs because mm-hmm. I will change the song. So it is kind of like yeah. an active thing. Not just like, you know, doing mm-hmm. it to purposely hide, but... Yeah, but and so find... we finally get to Luke's house. Wait, what was that? Yeah. I was just going to yeah, say, I can never find house. something that distracts me long enough to where it doesn't feel like I'm just like... I, anyways, yeah, it's just too, continue. Man. Yeah. If only there was like a, a a game you could play for like 20 seconds. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just, just occupies yourself for 20 seconds. Like any mobile game? No, but like, like one game. No, like, you most know, of you them play... require like... Yeah. yeah. At least 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. Like, and like we you need can't play Tetris. Lasts, like, Tetris lasts seconds. for like minutes. If you're good, if you suck, that's different. Yeah. But yeah, so we were at Luke's house, and Luke's and like, "I'm t- sorry, guys. Like, I can't, I can't take all. You guys just have to figure out a way to get to neighbors. I'm sorry, man." And so he just like slams his car, goes inside. He's like, "We assume that's the end of we're gonna hear from Luke for the rest of the night, if that." Did I'm I have sure a car then? Gonna... Yeah, you did. Yes, because yes, how did you, you get, get back? That's, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought, I thought, yeah, 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 okay. That's yeah. what I thought. Oh, God, it was so funny. So I'm like, all right, so what are we going to do? Do you even have your house key? And then he was like, no, but he has like a keypad or something to his front door. So he like, he <laughs> opens the keypad. And he's like, oh, my parents are probably not expecting me. They're going to be very confused. And so um, like the door they opens. Got, alarm I think goes I jumped off. them. Like I scared them. I did, The alarm didn't yeah. go off, but because we, so they, they're like, Daniel, is that you? Like, that's what I hear from upstairs. Daniel, is that you? Because I didn't tell them I was coming home because I was like, oh, well, I wasn't planning on it. And I kind of forgotten the But they're the white people. They're very accepting because we told ride. them what happened. Yeah. Remember, like, I yeah. was like, oh, God, this pays to be white, doesn't it? Because Daniel's I think parents my parents like, genuinely thought somebody was breaking in. And then I had to tell them this awkward story of like, uh, something bad happened, but I don't know what it was exactly. Luke just got on a phone call and now we're not going to a sleepover. No, I remember how it was because <laughs> like, your dad was like. Your dad was like, Daniel, is that you? Because he's like coming up from mm-hmm. downstairs or upstairs and he's yeah. like looking down. Mm-hmm. And, he's like, and then you're like, he's yeah, the balcony you know, or whatever. Like Luke, Luke got mm-hmm. in trouble, so he can't take us back. So we're going to use my car. And then, Luke, and then he's like, oh, OK. And then mm-hmm. uh, and then your mom's like, he, like to your dad. I'm not going to say his name, but he's like, it's like Daniel's dad. Like, is everything OK? Who is that? It's like, it's Daniel. It's like, oh, OK, OK. And then Daniel yeah. was like explaining. He's like, yeah. So like we went to the party. I was like, you I know, just it family again. party. No, I was <laughs> I like, family party. I didn't want them to think we were going to like a, like a, you know, like a high school party or anything like that. He's like, oh yeah, we were, and he's like, no, 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 yeah, we know, it's cool. It my was, parents, oh. yeah, my parents knew that. That was the funniest part. They're like, yeah, they him knew, going, to we going to a party, never, never would happen. <laughs> exactly. He got invited then, to a party. What? And they're like, okay, just make sure you drive safe. You get your keys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I was like, yeah. sweet, that was mm-hmm. cool. And so we just drove back. And so me and Daniel were like, okay, I guess we're just going to have a sleepover by ourselves for tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Daniel was like, I was like, do you want to just drive around the neighborhood, like my neighborhood, for a while? Or for like a couple, mm-hmm. 30, 40 minutes? And he was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. So we just talked and stuff. And we get a text like, oh, from Luke that's like, oh, um, my parents changed their mind. They're letting me come back. But um, my dad's dropping me and my brother off. And we're like, oh, okay, sweet. And so, you know, like the way it's really convoluted, it's a very hard way to get into my neighborhood i'm not gonna say why because i feel like that would make me seem super rich but it's not really it's just a ironic I think you just doxed yourself by color. saying that no Luke, yeah. what the? i live in highland i live in highland park Wait, what do you say i said it's he ironic because you're a person of color 
you said oh. you're it'll, it'll it'll make you seem rich and then he said ir- ironic because you're yeah anyways, yeah i know it's, it was a bad joke it was a horrible joke it was a horrible <laughs> it was joke, a <laughs> joke. But yeah, it was very difficult to get into the neighborhood mm-hmm. and so but then Luke's well it's also just a large neighborhood i'm just gonna point that out like there's so many it roads. is pretty it's just, large it's, area. it's easy to get lost and so yeah. Luke's dad just drops him off, and like you can tell Luke's like a little angry. I'm like, "What's up, little baby?" And he like smiles, like gives me that little smile that he does when he's angry, <laughs> but he's also like not that angry anymore. And then like yeah. Rory comes out too, and he's super chill about it. And then we just like chillax for the rest of the night. I don't, I don't think Rory gives did. a shit about anything, bro. I don't think he gives a shit <laughs> no. about anything. He literally, yeah, you uh, could yell at him and tell him he's a piece of, shit, and he would literally walk into the other room and crack a joke two seconds in and not give a shit about anything. <laughs> Like yeah, and so what I, all I I don't remember what happened afterwards. Like I don't remember mm-hmm. what happened at our like at my house. But that or night was pretty bad. I think the rest of the night was just chill. That was the night we watched yeah. Westworld. I think. Yeah. Was it? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I think so. I think I'm pretty no, sure it was. That was that was. We a, did watch it when Rory was there. Sophomore year. No, we watched the season. Oh yeah, we did watch the season finale of season one. I remember that because mm-hmm. I had finished the season or almost oh, finished season one. That must, okay. You guys had already finished sense. it. Yeah. But I don't know what else mm-hmm. we did. Did we watch anything else? I, don't I can't remember, remember anything. Else. Who knows? I think we might. And have then I think we might have gotten donuts the next day. We might have gotten donuts the next day. I remember that. And then I dropped. I also, Dana, for everyone who's listening, I just want to clarify: this is all pre-COVID. All of yeah, this like stuff. I know we said that at the beginning, but yeah. Or no? Or did you guys Some have people, band they hear the word the party and then they just panic? <gasps> You're no. heavy. No, we didn't. That was. That wasn't banned. That was right before band started. I think. That year. I thought you guys did because you guys had to leave really early because it was like eight a.m. You're like, okay, not that morning. That, that was another time. Remember. That was when the you're power asking went me out. to remember way too much. Oh, that was when the power went out. That yeah, was a different. That was one. when the power okay. went out. Yeah, that was. Interesting oh, we have another well. story about that. I um. I wanted to say something about the confidence stuff. Just give people a a quick thing, but we're kind I of probably off need the that topic. More than so should I just awkwardly no, you can interject bring it, back in. it here? Yeah, just bring it back in. Okay. okay, so we're just talking about weight, confidence, all that. Yeah. That's just from earlier, basically. I'm just kind of like, so we went on this tangent about Luke being mad, and it was actually this kind mm-hmm. of funny story. But um, anyway, so I saw this TikTok that was um, like, here's something that my boyfriend sends me every time I have like confidence issues or whatever. And it's a clip from the Call Her Daddy podcast um yeah anyways it's it's a decent podcast i haven't listened to a whole ton of it but um basically they there's an episode with and i pulled this up just because i wanted to get the name right i think it's harry jousey harry jousey Mm -hmm. i think that's correct i don't know i could be completely wrong and he talks about like there's this part where they talk about confidence and i just thought it was a really interesting clip his story is is i'm gonna try and tell this but i would suggest you just go listen to it because it's really good he basically says i had this really incredibly like almost uncomfortably skinny friend in high school he was like very thin like very lanky all of this stuff and he had the most confidence i had ever seen in any single person and i was so confused he was like i was so confused like i didn't understand like why was he so confident in himself? And I'm not saying like he was unattractive or anything. It just felt like weird. It's like, how can you be so confident? And I feel like complete trash. Yet like we're both like similar mm. people. We're not like. So anyways, he asked the guy like who also happened to be dating one of the hottest girls in the school at the time. Like, how do you have so much confidence? And he goes on this tangent about how he came to the conclusion that because he will have 
this body for the rest of his life. You know, he can do some things to change it. He can try and work out, blah, blah, blah. He can try to do all these things. It's like, but there's only so much you can do. And so his theory was, I might as well just be as happy as I can be with who I am than constantly point out all the flaws. And if I'm just happy, if I just try to be happy with everything that I am and everything about me, then I can just enjoy life more. Like, it's just, it's more tolerable. Life is more tolerable if you are just trying to be as happy as you can be. I don't know. It was just an interesting, like, point. And I understand, like, what I'm saying is not an easy thing to pull off. It's not easy to just go go in front of a mirror and say, oh, I'm just going to be happy about the way I look. It's really yeah. hard to do that. But it was, like, it was really interesting to hear that, like, at least strive for that idea where it's like, I'm okay with this to a certain degree. I want to, yeah. neighbor, did you want to say anything about that? You can go first. No, I was going to change the topic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, for me, it's really weird because I feel like uh, in terms of confidence, like I think I am very confident with just like in social situations and stuff like that. I consider myself mm-hmm. very funny, like, you know, have like fun personality. Just like, you I've know, never laughed oh. at a single joke you've said. Well, dang. You can't please them all, can you? But, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'd say I appear very confident, but then when I'm like by myself and stuff, that like, it's it's very I could see it Mm -hmm. being fake. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm a very happy-go-lucky person. When I'm with people, I like try to be funny, even when I don't necessarily feel good, stuff like that. Mm Because I just like making others feel better, like or just have fun, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, like for me, like for me, I don't, I don't think I necessarily love like the way I am like physically I think physically if I ever like I think that's why it's really important to me now that I'm finally like at least I'm finally trying like let's see who knows maybe in like a week or two from now I will have given up on this whole like just watching my calories and counting mm-hmm. them and making mm-hmm. sure that I have a deficit and stuff like that but I mean I don't want to because I w- I'm I'm just thinking back to like you know when I was in early high school late middle school like I really liked with how I I really did like how I looked like I liked that I didn't really have to struggle with fitting in things or like I just mm-hmm. like that it didn't look weird in certain shirts that I had and stuff like that so mm-hmm. for me I don't know about loving yourself if that always works for me personally because I, I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever truly like loved myself if that makes sense I, d- yeah. I do recognize my strengths and my weaknesses but like mm-hmm. you know I always self-deprecate myself in the name of like there's a sense of truth to stuff right like I always call myself like fat or whatever as a joke like, you know, say certain, mm-hmm. like, flaws about me. I'm sure many of you guys do, too. But the problem is, mm-hmm. for me, like, I do that as a coping mechanism for my flaws. Whereas when someone else jokes about it, right? Like, let's say someone else calls me fat. Like, even if they don't mm-hmm. necessarily mean it, like, I take that to heart. Like, I really don't like right. it when people do that. It's my biggest, mm-hmm. it's, like, my biggest, like, you can make fun of, like, my personality, stuff like that. But, like, when you, like, call me fat or physical, stuff like that, it's just, like, it really rubs me the wrong way. Like, I just don't like mm-hmm. it. It makes me angry. Even though I, yeah. I can understand, like, I paint myself as, like, a really jokeable dude. Like, you know, you could say anything. Some guy like, that you, t- that you paint yourself as somebody that can mm-hmm. take punches, but. Because I, I also t- pull punches on people as a joke, too, right? Like, I make fun of you all, mm-hmm. all the time, yeah. right? And you guys make fun of me back. But it's, it's a different thing because you make fun of, like, you know, my yeah. But I feel like we also understand else. the limitations. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, everybody has yeah. limits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a point where everyone draws a line when, make, when mm-hmm. being made fun of. I think it's because like, I kind of hide be... that limit for me, my boundary, because mm-hmm. I don't make it really known. So, like, I don't really Especially blame people. Especially with people that, that you're not that sometimes. close with. Especially yeah, with people sure. you're not that close with. I was going to say... Well, I'm... Oh, yeah, go ahead, Daniel. I was just going to point out, Neymar, I, I like your point about, like, how when you're around other people, you kind of just act like, um, you know, this just joking person, this outgoing person. I feel like... And you're, you're, like, you're not sure if that's kind of, like, lying to people. I feel like 
you portray yourself as an extrovert when you're with other people, especially people that you're not that close with. And I don't actually know if you are an extrovert. If that I think I sense. am to a degree. I think when I'm with people, mm-hmm. I'm very extroverted. But I, I'm fine with being by myself. Or I, I enjoy being by myself, too. I never dread it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, Because yeah. I do spend a lot of time, at least before COVID and before my brother had come back into town, like, yeah, you know, my mm-hmm. mom would go to work and I would be home alone most of the time before college. Right. So, like, mm-hmm. I usually, like, was fine being with my... I spent a lot of time by myself, you know? So, I think that... Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fine with being by myself. But, like, it's really weird because it's been a while since I've been in social situations because of COVID. But I do yeah. like social situations. That's why school is kind of fun, too. You know, going to lunch, hanging out with random people, just, like, you know, joking around. Mm-hmm. Like, I do like those yeah. moments, but I also like... Yeah. The alone time too but it's weird though because there's an imbalance right now so i feel like it's it's more weird than say, anything i don't find it uncomfortable i, was I say, think i'm definitely an introvert the, yeah i i recharge alone when i'm alone like i i Same. need alone time so yeah. i can recharge myself but um i will yeah. say there are some times where like being alone isn't the best thing for me so spending time with you guys is the way i recharge that yeah, does happen sure. sometimes yeah when but i talk it, to you guys it's it's never yeah, with like fixes, but my thing is my i never recharge when it's like more than four people like if it's five six seven people i'm like that is yeah, something that's no, draining out of me. the out of the room possibility i was gonna say mm-hmm. um i i recharge when i'm alone or when i'm pretending to be alone like if i'm like for example so I'm just in our dorm with you, Daniel, and I'm, like, reading my book, and I have my headphones mm-hmm. in, and I'm not really paying anything. I'm not paying attention to anything outside of yeah. my book and my music. Then mm-hmm. that's that's how I recharge. Or, yeah, like, when I'm like, writing. It's like we're not even, like... listening to music and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think for yeah. you mainly, Luke, is that you need to recharge because I feel like you use so much of your the extrovertness you have in your family just because you have so many family members that it's... That like, especially when you're with them. You know, just because you have mm-hmm. to, no matter what, just, like... A dinner table is like that's like a small group. A dinner is a small like party. When, whenever Luke's yeah. eating with his mm-hmm. family, it is like a small party. It's like, yeah, it's like six. <laughs> that's six people that you're in, or five you're you're interacting with, but six total people oh, yeah. that are interacting. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because for me, like my siblings basically were out of the house by the time I was in fifth grade, so I was just like on my own for a while because my parents would go to work, oh. I would go to school, and like I would just, you know, I'd just be going with the flow. And like you know, I I think back on it now, I was like, wow, I was so like by myself a lot but you know i think i'm better mm-hmm. for it in a way because it's helped me a lot more mm-hmm. but it's interesting to gonna... see because for me at least bef- uh yeah go ahead daniel no i was gonna say something slightly unrelated so you go ahead you finish your thought i want you to finish your okay thought. so yeah so basically um especially during the summers that's why i kind of didn't like summers in a way because you know school work or at least you have a momentum with school like not only is your mm-hmm. are you used to learning but like mm-hmm. you know you're having a constant interaction with people and it's like fun in a way that's why i always liked school or at least i i never hated mm-hmm. going to school like i hated right. subjects sometimes but i never hated going to school mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in regards to that it's just like when summer would go around there'd be a huge shift right like for you because you know my parents would always be working i didn't have a car back then you guys lived relatively far from yeah. me and so like when summer hits like if we didn't like talk to each other like i don't i don't think facetime was as popular amongst us as a is now it's like no. during summer like you guys would just not see me for like a month or two or hear from me for a month or two i was just by myself mm-hmm. for a month or two because i never interacted with people outside of school really until you guys mm-hmm. came along obviously yeah. and then and then like i guess once i got a car kind of shifted things but yeah i just remember for months i would probably be just like in my house all day playing video games mm-hmm. and that's it 
You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah, it feels so weird. Like, I never, I hated that so much, just being by myself. Like, COVID would probably no, make me yeah. super annoyed if my brother wasn't here, you know? Or if I didn't mm-hmm. have FaceTime with y'all. I'd be so bored mm-hmm. and just so, like, yeah. cause I, I get bored yeah. more than anything. I don't get, like, alone. Mm-hmm. I just get bored. But, yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead to shift things. Um, We've been on too long. Yeah, I was going to say, kind oh, of like I did... what you were talking about. Oh, go oh, ahead. It's related. No, no, you can tell. Okay. I, I was just gonna. Say I was gonna change quickly, the topic but, again. I was gonna change the topic uh, again. So like, okay, okay, yes. okay. You're. I'll, I'll get I, to you in a I second. I was gonna change the topic, comma again, because it's the same thing that I was gonna bring up earlier, but then I forgot. Oh, about okay, it. No, okay. Gonna, You bring finish okay, what yeah. you're saying, and then I'll bring up. I was gonna thing. say I remembered something that Neymar reminded me. I wanted to bring this up. How and you kind of like mentioned it with like you have school and then you have summer and it's like this culture shock of suddenly there's no interaction. Nobody or rarely do people talk about or warn you about. The culture shock of social interactions moving out of high school. In high school, you see like 20 people every hour for like eight hours a day Mm -hmm. for like five days a week. And if you're in like like extracurricular activities or even like clubs and stuff like that, you see a lot more people outside of school. Like marching band, you literally see Mm -hmm. hundreds of people. Like it's ridiculous. And then... You leave high school, and this might just, this also could be just because of, like, coronavirus, but even still, like, even if coronavirus wasn't around, you would go to class, maybe see people that you don't talk to for, you know, an hour, and then leave. It's like, it's just, and it's only for 14 hours, or 15, or 16 hours Mm -hmm. a week, and it's like, it's just a culture shock. You go from interacting with so many people every day to almost zero friends and i've i've heard a teacher talk about that that that's their one warning to like high school students seniors it's like you have to understand your friend group of like a hundred people is going to shrink to like maybe six and you have to be okay yeah, with i'm really that. glad you know, it's like because you're going really off to college and stuff like that yeah go i'm ahead. really glad that i have you daniel and our other mm-hmm. two friends from high school because who live down the really hall, been, yeah. yeah that's really been very mm-hmm. helpful and i know namer has friends yeah, at a as well I'm just kidding. It well, kind of, you have no, to be honest. There. It it's really it really sucks for all the people who are living in a dorm with somebody they don't know and can't mm-hmm. you know go meet with friends and don't have like yeah. I we are truly in a really fortunate situation like for sure yeah for sure we're really fortunate Me, in the fact that two of our friends two of our close friends going to the same school as us live down the hall mm-hmm, like literally like, four doors yeah. down. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't even planned. We 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 knew we were gonna be in the same building, mm-hmm. but not the same hall. More like, yeah. Anyway, literally less than a minute's walk away. Like that is yeah. like ridiculously lucky. Yeah, I mean, yeah. My take on it, Daniel, um, is that COVID's really mm-hmm. screwed everything up because, in theory, mm-hmm. right? You in theory you say have, goodbye to all these people. Yeah, you say goodbye to all these people, but then when you come back, you like, you know, you might meet them again. You know, stuff like that. I think we're kind of an outlier because, you know, we've stood the test of we were friends at elementary school. Usually you lose friendships once you get yeah, to Yeah, they normally school. say, oh, you're, you're not going to be friends with your elementary friends in middle school. And oh, then yeah. they say, oh, you're not going to be friends with your middle school friends in high school. And, oh, once you go off to college, your high school friends will fade away. And it's like, go ahead. What were you going to say? I think that's the outlier for us because I feel like we've withstood those tests. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Definitely. for us, like we're always been in a commonality in our lives. And I, I'm hopeful that we continue to be no matter what. Yeah, so mm-hmm. especially like, I think that's, especially the the three of us, um, we have another friend that kind of joined our group when we started mm-hmm. high school, right? Mm-hmm. 
He was a friend I of mine. I know he was mainly. friends with. No, he was friends he was with you two separately, but I wasn't friends with him at all until we started high school. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's just yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I think for us, I think that was a great thing, and I think mm-hmm. we're gonna really appreciate that when we get older, because how difficult that is once we get older. Mm-hmm. That it just doesn't it's happen just, very often. It makes me it makes me yeah. smile so much every time I think about us being like sixty years old, but still like talking to each yeah. other. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be fun. Yeah, and um talking about games know, still and like what games we've been playing mm-hmm. recently and yeah. yeah, we might we might be going to different colleges but you know, I think this podcast also helps mm-hmm. us in a way to I was yeah, about to I say that. About I was about to say the reason we're doing this mm-hmm. podcast in part is because it brings us together. It makes us talk to yeah. each other. Yeah. And so, you guys I don't, yeah. I don't think there's always like I think the great thing about our friendship is I feel like in a lot of high school friendships it's really reliant on just talking to each other constantly. Like I have, I have a separate group of friends in oh, high yeah. school that I spent a lot of time in high school with. And since mm-hmm. Luke and Daniel were in band, I didn't really see them as much because you know they're doing their own thing. We didn't in band. eat lunch together. We didn't have many classes yeah. together. Yeah. I might have seen him once in the hallway every other day. Right. Yeah, exactly. So like I, I never like would talk to them in school, mm-hmm. and like we we could go mm-hmm. months without talking to each other. Like weeks to months without yeah. talking to each other, but then mm-hmm. as soon as we're back in the same circle, we're talking to each other. It's like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Like we're just talking. Yeah, it right? really was. For sure. It was such a great feeling whenever we would like, oh, you guys want to go out for like, like uh, lunch this weekend, and we would get together, and it was like nothing had ever happened. It was like yeah. okay, two seconds ago we were together, and we we constantly just jump start a conversation already. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah. That's very valuable, I think, in terms of a friendship. That's a lasting friendship, mm-hmm. right? Like these people, like yeah. on the contrary to my friend group in high school, it's like. Yeah, I still talk to them, but I just it's not as strong as like mm-hmm. where it is with us, right? Like I feel like, you know, we could withstand like having to see each other every day. Uh, for you guys it's a little different. You guys are neighbors and then you also are roommates yeah. now. And mm-hmm. so you guys like see each other all the time. But I mean for us yeah. three, like when you include me, it's not as big of a deal, mm-hmm. which I like. There's no pressure. I think that's a big thing. Whereas like the way I see with girl friendships a lot is like you guys have to hang out all the time or talk all the time, FaceTime all the time. Sorry, I oh, want to yeah. clarify. He didn't say girlfriend ships. He said girl friendships yeah see my my girlfriend says that um she has had like three friend groups in high school mm-hmm. and i've literally had three three big friend groups and i've mm-hmm. had two close friends three close friends and a group it's around that that shifts yeah mm-hmm. yeah but then I also never really break off friendships with. I've never. I don't think I've ever broken off a friendship with anybody. Or I have, but it's been very rare. Yeah, as you never. To int- like, you never like try to be like, oh, well, we're not friends anymore. Boom, wall. Yeah. It's like you still know those people. Yeah, yeah, but especially in middle school and stuff, we combine with bigger groups. Right, like us three would be a part of a bigger group with people. You know, we'd always hang out outside of school and stuff like that. Yeah. But then like something happened on both occasions where it just like kind of there was a divide a tour right and yet we yeah. stood together more and like yeah. you know it doesn't really like it never really changed us it, I, I also, think it's also want to point rare. out how how often groups and friendships in high school and middle school split oh split up over the pettiest things like i think the reason our relationship like our friendship has stood the test of time and all of this is because we will get mad at each other for the most peskiest reasons but we don't let it like affect our relationship because we still understand that like we care about each other and we st- want to stay friends and like we mm. understand that like we may have differences but like we can overcome those. I don't know. It's, it like, ends in apologies. I just get so frustrated usually. when people. It, 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 it almost always ends in apologies. I think. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's like, I, I personally don't like it when that happens. I, well, I don't think anybody does, but it's like, like yeah. going to bed, like knowing that like, that's the case currently and stuff like that. It's like, it doesn't mm-hmm. make me feel good. So I always want to end it back on a good note. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. it's a really, it's a nice thing. It makes your life easier when you have a friend group that's solid that you don't have to really worry about. You know, so I'm very appreciative of that, especially once we get older and outside of college, most likely. Like, I think that'll be good. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. sad that relationships don't work out like that. Am I right, fellas? Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Am I right, <laughs> Am I fellas? Right, fellas? <laughs> I heard, hey, here's an interesting thing. I heard there's three types of love in your life. There's, um, and I don't, I don't actually what? believe this to a certain degree, mm-hmm. but it's like puppy love, which is your like first time falling in love or kind of your first times. I don't know if it's supposed to be like you only fall in love three times or it's like, anyways, your first time is mm-hmm. like supposedly puppy love where, it, and I saw this on a TikTok where it's like kind of just this like, you don't know what you're doing, but it's like this infatuation and you think it's love, but you're actually not sure and blah, 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 blah. And then things kind of mm-hmm. just like fall apart. And then your second one is like, um, it's like a more long-term like passionate like okay you know what you're doing now and so it's you actually want to try and build a relationship hmm? i thought that was a toxic love right is that not the toxic love oh is it the toxic i think it might be right it's like be this the toxic, toxic love, love where probably. it's like yeah you kind of know what you're doing but you don't realize that the relationship is just not gonna go anywhere and so it just kind of like mm-hmm. slowly becomes more and more toxic in that and then your third one is kind of this like i don't remember the name of it but it's like obscure it's like you're not it's unexpected it's like you just look at you, them and you, you would, like love yeah, them. Yeah, you're you know like, I, mean? I would never have thought that this relationship would have happened, but now that we're in it, let's see where it goes. And it just ends up like becoming this like fully fledged like, I don't know. I, I just thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like true. There's probably like some truth to it, and then there are people who marry their high school sweethearts. So it's like, you never yeah. know. I think yeah. I wonder. Um, if I wanted. Like, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, it's just uh. I saw another TikTok that a dude was like reading and he said that apparently men can never love mm-hmm. or give the same love out tw- like twice. Like for every relationship they have, they love mm-hmm. differently or especially if, when they're in love, hmm. I guess. So that it's like sense. you. So like, let's say, you know, like for an ex-girlfriend versus your current girlfriend, if you have one, it's like you never have. It's not the same love. It's a different type of love you're giving them. So you can never give that mm-hmm. same love out. So it's like you mm-hmm. love someone in a completely different way. It's yeah, you find you mm-hmm. find new things to appreciate, new ways to express your love. I, I feel like that might actually be true. I don't know. You kind of learn things, and you're like... And also, it depends on the person that you are falling in love with. It's like, mm-hmm. the same things you, you did to show appreciation in a past relationship won't always work in a new relationship. Well, I, just, I really hate the whole idea. The it's like, love. how do you know you're in love? It's like, you know. It's like, no. Yeah, you just know. No. I think you just know. I think you just know. You know. I think there are some cases where people, like, they say that because they genuinely love the person. But then there are also Mm -hmm. other cases, like, no, Becky, you and your boyfriend have broken up 15 different times. The the 16th (laughs) time is not like, oh, you just know. Like, no, no, that's (laughs) not how that works. Well, (laughs) that's fair. I hate the the gatekeeping that goes on where it's like, you think you love your boyfriend at the age of 15? Huh. Wait till you're like in college. That's when real love yeah. starts. Or wait till you're out of college. That's when it's like stop gatekeeping mm-hmm. this. People, it's just a word that people use. It's like it has to have meaning. Is or gatekeeping, otherwise, is gatekeeping it's the like, relationship community. It's yeah. I'm like, what is this going on? <laughs> they're gonna call it love, and they're gonna enjoy it for a little bit, and then they're gonna realize that it's not that. And it's like stop. Yeah. It's just whatever. Let people be people. You know, it's just. Well, I think it's the idea of soulmates, right? Like everybody believes in soulmates because movies have taught them to. And I, I don't think that's true. I don't think soulmates is a real I don't thing. Because yeah. 
It doesn't I make think sense. There might be it physically like, does not make sense. I think there are multiple people that you can fit with that you fit really well with. Like there are people out there that mm-hmm. will yeah. just work well with you. Yeah. But there's not it's one. It's a companionship. It's there's a vibe, many of you know them, I mean? and you have to find them. They're not going to find you. That's that's what I think. Yeah, it's for sure. It's not like a happenstance. Like oh my god, they were always meant for me. Like you know, like a, a higher being has specifically picked me and this person to be together. Mm-hmm. It's going to work. Yeah. Like no, that's not how that works at all. It's just like how you do. You know what I mean? Like especially if you get married in the same, you're like from the same state. Like, what are the odds of that, man? It's like, yeah. are you sure? Like, if if soulmates yeah. really are a thing, that's not how that works. What like, are the odds that you speak the same thing. language? Like, I'm so exactly. confused. Yeah. If you really think your soulmate is one in seven point three billion or whatever it is right now, it's like you're never gonna find that person. I guarantee you only see like point one percent. Maybe even less. Probably like 0.01% of the world's population in your entire lifetime. Well, that's the thing, yeah. too. It's like my... Like, I remember I read Shoe Dog by um, the founder of Nike, Phil Knight. And he basically talked mm-hmm. about when he got out of college that he wanted to do a trip around the world, right? And he was going to do it with mm-hmm. a friend. And so they basically mm-hmm. started off in Hawaii, right? And they loved Hawaii so much. They're like, let's just find a job. Let's stay here for a couple months to a year or whatever, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And so they mm-hmm. find a job. They like can afford an apartment with that job. You know, they're just chilling, having fun, and, like, you know, a, I think a couple months to a year go by, and then Phil Knight's like, yo, like, let's carry on with the trip, let's go to Japan or whatever, and then the dude's like, I, I mean, I'm in love with this girl, like, I'm just stay here, right? Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they were just in Hawaii, it's like, it's a habit, yeah. and so I assume they spend, like, a lot of their time, if not get married there, and Phil Knight went to go to Japan, and then that's how he'd finally start Nike and stuff like that. It's just interesting to mm-hmm. me, it's like, mm-hmm. like, if you go abroad, you meet this random, like, girl of the area mm-hmm. and then you just fall in love mm-hmm. and just like and then my brother like from his friends too he's like he's had friends that have like worked abroad and they mm-hmm. met a girl there and now they're married and they wanted they can well, not I've only heard... stay but one of them comes back or one of them i know for sure oh, has come back yeah. and like they're like it's like mm-hmm. you know it's like that's a happenstance thing it's like but it's like mm-hmm. it's like yeah. it makes sense that that would happen if you don't believe in soulmates like because you just vibe yeah. with someone you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I've heard horror stories of, of that, where it's like, you go, you find the love of your life in this foreign country, you spend years learning the language, you know, you, you don't fit into this culture, but you know, like, mm-hmm. you love this person, whatever, you guys buy a, buy a house together, whatever, in the area, live there, eight years go by, your relationship falls apart, now you're paying for a house in a place where you no longer have any reason to be, your family's back in another mm-hmm. country or whatever um you know like the job opportunities that align are probably better for you to move it's like just horror stories of things like just going wrong and then like but i also i i'm not saying you shouldn't do that like follow your dreams mm-hmm. do whatever you want i'm just saying i'm always hesitant like those stories always give me like bad vibes because i'm like uh i don't want something like, bad to happen yeah, yeah or it's like i transferred i transferred yeah. to the university because of a girl like oh yikes. oh that's the mm-hmm. breakup that's uh, yeah that's always cringy as hell <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I'm so oh i met this girl that. she goes to this university i transferred the next semester and then we broke up so you're at this university yeah. for no reason it's like yikes yeah. like mm-hmm. that's very complicated i don't know yeah. but i think you have to gel i think a lot of it comes with like finding a friend like have you guys seen when harry met sally Mm-mm. no no uh, it's a really good movie basically it's just like the whole premise is can guys and girls just be plutonic friends right? like, that's like the platonic. beginning i've okay platonic. i've heard platonic. i've heard the premise platonic. i've heard this this movie yeah 
Yeah. And it's like the whole idea is like this girl and this guy, you know, they're all, you know, initially, you know, one of them is in a relationship in co- like they're both in college. One of them's in a relationship and they have to drive across mm-hmm. the country because they're both moving to New York from that college. Mm-hmm. Right. And they have this conversation about friends and then she's like, ah, like, I don't even like you or whatever. Yada, yada. Right. And then mm-hmm. like five years go by. One of them is getting married. The other one's dating someone. And then they come across each other at the airport. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, like, it's you. And he's like, oh, nice to meet you again or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're talking. She's like, oh, you're getting married, huh? Really? Mm-hmm. And then, like, three years go by. Uh, and then one of them is divorced and the other one breaks up with their boyfriend. And mm-hmm. then, you know, they meet each other again. But this time they become friends. And they become, like, really good friends. Like, they start talking about, like, each other's love lives with other people. Like, their dating scene and stuff like that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a best friendship, but it's just opposite genders. And then, yeah. you know, at the end, it obviously ends mm-hmm. with them spoilers falling in love and getting married okay <laughs> but it's so very that interesting answers the question to... platonic relationships do not exist no I'm just well no because i watched i watched what's that thing called lessons on a screenplay is that that channel on the film yeah lessons from the so. screenplay or lessons... lessons from the screenplay yeah yeah and so i think a good way to look at it is not that men and women can't be platonic friends it's that mm-hmm. you can't have a meaningful relationship without being friends first like a meaningful romantic relationship without being friends oh, first. Yeah. Hmm. No, that's a, that. that's yeah. a really nice that's a really sweet message that's that's a much better message mm-hmm. than i thought i was saying that's i right. like that well i think that's a surface like a lot of people look at it as a surface level way mm-hmm. which i think is very interesting a lot of people do that for every type of movie like unless you really dive into it a lot of movies mm-hmm. you're like the message is love or oh i hate this movie because it was boring and there was no reason for any of the conflict and it's like you look at it they're like trying to tell a thematic idea you just you just haven't yeah. seen it yet it's but a very interesting not, movie i'm not I trying think to it's be my, pretentious about movies it's my favorite rom-com i think you all should watch it it's on hbo max if and anybody mm-hmm. listening should favorite watch it it's a really good movie i wonder if i have a good rom-com that i've watched there's, really there's some good any. ones 500 days of summer world. is a pretty good one. Oh, end of the after <laughs> world yeah oh you don't have to you don't have to well they they well, they star Oh, I Daniel, see what you're saying. The yeah, title. they star. So saying End of the F asterisk asterisk King mm. World. Or I guess, yeah. That's a very peculiar show because I remember I recommended it to people because I thought the pilot episode was so funny and interesting. Mm-hmm. That like, because I like British humor too. Like I just grew up and on that. And then two episodes in, that. the like really bad thing happens. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. my, like, I was recommending it. I'm like, this show is so funny. And then people start watching it. They're mm-hmm. like, dude, like I just hate these two people so much. Like, uh, I don't know. I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of funny. <laughs> I thought that was kind like of the that. point of it, how these people no, was really are kind of like show, yeah. strangely unlikable, but also likable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I had a weird, really I, I didn't watch all of season two at once, which is very weird for me. Normally, if I stop I didn't watching watch season two show, at all. I watched season one It's very rare that it. I go back. I watched the beginning of season two and I stopped at like two, th- or not like a third in, and then I like, was like, Luke was like, oh, have you finished it yet? And I was like, no, I haven't finished it yet. And he's like, oh, you should. Well, let me know when you finish it. Mm-hmm. And I was like. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be good, and I finished it because I wanted to know, like, what is going to happen? Like, I just... And it, mm. it does finish I watched. Well. I, I watched mm-hmm. all of season one in a single night. That was crazy. That was the only time... No, one of the only times I've ever done that. I yeah. just felt exhausted. Uh, for me, I watched a lot... I watched season one pretty, like, sporadically. I watched, like, one episode a day, mm-hmm. like, in a row. Mm-hmm. And then I got to this, like, pe- the final episode... And I waited like a month or something for some reason. <laughs> I just like just didn't watch it. I don't know why. I just I don't think this... I liked how the story was going, you know, mm-hmm. with everything. 
It just felt weird. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it? the final episode, and then I was like, okay, that's cool. Maybe, like, they don't even need to make a season two. Like, I'm perfectly fine with it just ending like this. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I thought they were done with the show. I thought it was, like, a one-off where it's, like, one season. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I thought that was... I haven't seen season two yet. I have no plan to anytime soon, but maybe. It was good. Point. It was good. Uh, Neighbor, you, should, you should finish Queen's Gambit. You should, finish you should watch Queen's the Queen's Gambit. Gambit first I will finish it. Like, genuinely, the last episode it. is really good. It's really worth it. Listen, I got three mm-hmm. days until Cyberpunk 2077 mm-hmm. comes out. I'll probably spend... <laughs> I have nothing to do. My f- semester is over. Like I have nothing to do for the next mm-hmm. like three days. Finish so, Queen's Gambit. exercise, most likely. So I'll mm-hmm. try and finish Queen's Gambit. It's just because mm-hmm. I watch it with my brother, and the dude works so much and sleeps at weird hours of the night that it's like I can't... Yeah. Well, is he working on Bangladesh time? Basically. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Yikes. Is that why? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but he also just has a really poor sleep schedule in how general. Far ahead is, how far ahead is that? Fair. 12, like 13 12 hours, hours, I think. Something yeah. like that. Oh, my God. Man, that would Neighbor, really I wanted off. to ask you. Yeah. This is going way back to our conversation at the very beginning, but have you ever seen Daniel mad or even sad? I've seen him, like... like outwardly? I've seen him annoyed before, and he's just like, "Stop!" And annoyed, this used to yeah. A lot more. This used to happen a lot more when we were younger, because I used to always be like the really like homoerotic. I used to re- act really homoerotic around him. I'd be like, "Daniel," yeah. and I start like touching him and stuff. He'd be like, "Stop it!" Like, he'd be stop. <laughs> and now he like it. he partakes in it like willingly now. Like he just is like he'll he'll be the one to start. Neymar, you're it. making this sound horrible for you. Like I touch I touch Daniel a lot, and now he's like giving in on it and like. <laughs> no, like he that would, sounds so he horrible. Would... The way you worded okay, no, it, not like that. Not like yeah, that. Yeah, I know, I know what you meant. I put yeah. my hand on his shoulder. He'd be like, "Stop it!" Like he'd jerk, and then phrasing, mm-hmm. he would like, you know, move his shoulder, <laughs> and then, and then like he'd be like, "Stop!" I was like, "Come on, Daniel, be chill about it." And he'd be like, super mad. Luke and I would always give in. I think me and Luke took oh, it yeah, too far at times because sure. we we had a class <laughs> together where we sat right next to each other. <laughs> Dude, the teachers the teachers thought you guys had had a had a homosexual re- relationship. I don't know why I said that. I, why, why didn't I just say a gay relationship? I wanted to make a it funnier by using longer words. Homosexual. The teachers thought you had a homosexual relationship. No, it was really weird because mm. I feel like in freshman year we had a class together, and mm. like me and him would just constantly touch each other, like grab each other's thigh and stuff, and like I feel like we did it way too much. I remember hearing about this. It's just I think so we funny. Did. I think we definitely did. We would do it like once every five minutes or like two minutes. Like, we not, like, I was like, Luke, even for me, this But it's so me, funny this feels because like it'll be like unexpected and it's just so funny to see it happen. Or like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm um, sure my teacher saw it and just chose to ignore it. They'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you, you even mean, say to that, man? I think that makes our it so teacher, funny yeah. too because it's like cringy <laughs> for the teacher to even like try and do anything. It's like, hey, can we keep our hands to ourselves to a class of like <laughs> seventh graders? Like, what? <laughs> like, no, it was uh, this is ninth grade. Was it sixth? This was in freshman year. Oh, ninth grade? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. I have a funny story. I just remember about, you guys like, being teachers. in. I think you guys were in the same math class in sixth grade. We were that too. Yeah. But he hated that was before we were even. That's friends. a that's a long story. We were friends. No, we were friends at that point, but we weren't you, like. You were mad at me for half of the year. But that's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a story for a different. Yeah. Yeah, that's a story for a different day. But we did. I think another thing going back to our friendships, we have hit like some. What's the word? Oh, Values in our sure. friend. Yeah, we've hit yeah. lows in our friendships too, and we gotten past them. So I feel like mm-hmm. since then that's made it stronger. You know, like yeah. especially, we'll. I'm sure we'll get more in depth with it in like a po- many pod- podcasts from now. But um, mm-hmm. like me and Luke were not like on good terms in sixth grade for a while. Like me and Daniel were it's like the whole year, and I was Luke, stuck in the middle. 
Yeah, and so since Daniel was closer to Luke, because they lived... That's a song for people. Yeah, but since Daniel was closer to Luke, both through friendship and, like, family friends, like, they saw each other every day. And, and, and physically located Luke. next door to him, which is physically closer to... Yeah, and their yeah. parents <laughs> are, su- are super close friends and stuff. Like, they, he basically mm-hmm. had to choose between me and him, so he chose Luke, naturally. So there was, like, mm-hmm. a couple months where we just, like, weren't friends for a while. And, and then, like, awkward. even then, like... It was really awkward. It took a while. But look, I don't even know what happened, what changed. I don't even yeah, know what I mean, changed. I don't know. Like, to fix it. To fix it, I mean. I think we just, like, started at me. tolerating... <laughs> No, we had a seventh grade math class together, and then we started tolerating each other a lot more. Or you started me and you were you and no, oh, we here's did. The issue. That's right. Here's oh, the yeah, issue. That, it, it was that math class was, that changed things for sure. We can talk about this very yeah. quickly, very briefly. The issue was both of you, or not both of you necessarily, but it was just Luke. The connection, Luke had a problem. The it was connection was mostly <laughs> Luke with. I had the marble. <laughs> Luke with me and me with you. There was not as strong a relationship between each of you, like between Luke and Namer. So well, the I think issue Luke was, was feeling if like I spent his any, friendship any, between you. If I spent too much time with either of you, I felt like I was like, like being judged for it. Like I was constantly on like a, a mm-hmm. balance beam where it's like, okay, I have to make and sure. And you fucking were. And I well, was. I didn't on a care. Luke was mainly just jealous, and he was afraid that you but were then I, losing. But then you, he was losing you, you from me. You admit that you felt bad, yeah. like when when I stopped spending time with you, right? So it's like I didn't want to make you feel bad. So like I had to kind of like. So anyways. The, the reason it was solved was you two started hanging out together more than you hung out with me. <laughs> like, you guys just cut <laughs> no, me out of the equation. You're yeah. like, ah, oh, we'll just hang no, out with him. No, <laughs> we, just, we just became, we just started talking more because we were no. in a math class and we sat next to I'm, each other I'm in the joking. math class. Yeah. I'm joking. For the audience, I'm yeah. just joking. Or, like, or did we just happen to be assigned to sit next to each other? Do you remember? We were mm-hmm. assigned to sit next to each other. And then at the end of the year, we were like, we were, had a project to do together. And so we were just like normal again. By then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think we just like sort of just like were normal because i think one mm-hmm. again summer like that summer before that like in sixth grade like i didn't talk to you guys for three months so luke and daniel like were loving each mm-hmm. other every day and i was not seeing <laughs> any of them so like, you know that was like, a solution for them yeah, yeah that was a solution too because i guess they had some break away from me and then like luke wasn't mm-hmm. like as because luke used to be like he like literally was like i can't even be in a room with you neighbor like mm-hmm. you like i don't want to even be in a room with you i remember vividly okay. in sixth grade like luke sat in front of me I'd be like, Luke, hello. And he'd be like, don't talk to me. I hate you. I was like, damn, bro. Well, then, okay. I would like to point out, we were all like, this uh-huh. is during like, not necessarily peak emotional time, but like, you know, we're all like growing up. The beginning of puberty. Time, almost. The very beginning sure. of puberty. It was, it was a bad time. And so, in almost every the thing aspect. was, yeah, it was a really bad time. I, yeah, mm. I hate that time so much. There's so many things I hate. Um, Again, I do another reason why we're stronger to... now. So that's good. So... <laughs> I do want to get back to like seeing me mad or sad. I have a, a something to bring yes, up. Yes, I did. I, so Daniel, I wanted to ask you because uh-huh. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen you mad. I might have seen mm-hmm. you sad once mm-hmm. for an hour, and I don't think I've ever. Which seen one were you going to say? Because there's a few times I've seen I think the opposite. Seen I've only seen him. I've only seen him mad before. I've never seen him sad. Mm-hmm. I've seen what, him. What I've seen you irritated, that... Daniel. I've, maybe I've been when, irritated before, when... but I've. Ne- uh-huh. Maybe when you told me that your significant other broke up with you. But then you weren't even sad for that. Yeah, you, you were, were like happy. You were, I you was not. It was. I'm sorry. It was a really mixed emotion because I was kind of like being an asshole and like encouraging the person to break up with me. Mm-hmm. Um, like in hindsight, I was like uh, self sabotaging my relationship, I guess, because I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I was doing. Um, but uh, no, I know what you're talking about. I, I was yeah. definitely. I was weirdly like. 
sad. Like, like I wanted, I felt like I should be crying, but then I didn't cry because I'm like, it's yeah. the middle of the school day. This will be awkward. And also, like, I oh, wasn't dude, so hurt at the same time. Day. It was like, if I wanted to cry, it would have been from relief. It was like this, <laughs> it was just these mixed emotions. And I was like, I'm just not going to feel anything. No, yeah, I feel like that fine. was how I felt. I feel like that was how I felt when my significant other broke up with me two mm -hmm. days before that happened. Mm -hmm. I was, it was like, I no, was it like. happened after Luke? No. It happened after. I remember specifically no. the day that Daniel's girlfriend broke up with him. No, I told you after. I told you after. He told oh, us really? after, but it happened. The yeah, I didn't tell him. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, I didn't tell you or my parents. I didn't tell you for a month after, almost. But I didn't tell my parents well, until like a again, week after. Well, because, again, it was one of those things. He wasn't trying to hide it from yeah. Namer. It's one of those things where we just didn't talk all that no, much. But you just texted me out of the blue, like, like guess, who's single, guess who's single now, I assumed. Yeah. You. So I was like, oh, mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, so I assumed that's when you happened. So that's but the time Daniel, you thought you might, no, might have seen me sad. No, that wasn't when it happened. I think that was It was so weird. No, for Daniel, it was so weird. Because that morning, like, you know, you and... Your girlfriend was still, like, buddy-buddy. Like, you guys seemed like you were chill. I was like, yo, mm -hmm. Daniel. Like, you know, we have work tonight. Like, it's a Friday night or something. So we got work tonight. Like, can't wait to see you. Oh, so like, make sure I you show up to my this. thing. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a Friday because my, my girlfriend broke up with me that Monday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, so, so started, me and Daniel yeah. go to work. Like, he shows up after me because I think he's times mm -hmm. after me. And he's like, yeah, uh, me and so-and-so broke up. I was like, oh, for real? You guys seem normal this morning. He's like, no, yeah. She, like, broke up with me not too long after you left. It's like, dang, that's tough. Yeah. And I was like, are you are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. And like, I was just making a joke. Cause he, he was genuinely fine. So I was like, ah, yeah, sure, Daniel, fine. And then like, Daniel would like keep bringing it up. He'd be like, yeah, we're just like, we're here. <laughs> we couldn't tell. And then like, I, well, I guess I've... their song, quote unquote, was playing. He's like, yeah, you know, so-and-so liked this song a lot. And I was like, oh, really? Mm. Okay. You really, I mean, you really don't care thing. about this? Breakup? I just wanted to, <laughs> I know it seemed like I was caring about it a lot. I just didn't feel like I had anyone to talk it out with because i like like i said I, I had mixed emotions about it and so mm -hmm. i just wanted to explain it to someone so that entire night i was just kind of like not venting or like trying to like express sadness i was just kind of trying to like talk it out like yeah this is the reason we fell apart and like oh mm -hmm. yeah i i because it was on my mind i was like oh yeah this was her favorite song and stuff like that so it's like you know well, I was I just know. like, are you okay? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I was like, are you, do you care? Because I genuinely like, was. Nah. I don't think I was actually sad then, at work. I, I didn't like, care. So when mm -hmm. he said, I don't care, like, he was like, nah, I don't really care. I knew it was going to happen. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I don't care either. So let's not talk about it. Because it's not that <laughs> Let's deep. not talk about it. And mm -hmm. then I kept bringing it up. <laughs> no, I'm just. Well, it's because me and uh, Luke were both telling him to break up with her for months because he just oh, didn't yeah. want to. No, we were, it's, yeah. It's not that he didn't necessarily like her. It's just he didn't want a relationship anymore. Yeah. From what it seemed like. So yeah. it's like, I was like, just break up with her, bro. Like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. I think she would understand, you know? And then he was like, but no, I, I said it in an ambiguous think, way. But, okay, That'd be alluding but, to breaking up. Like, maybe you should just like venture out on your own for a little while. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, just listen to your gut. And so Daniel would come yeah. back to me a week later. He'd be like, you know, I'm really glad you You're gave me right. the advice to to my gut because I really did. And everything's good now. So thank you so much for your advice. Exactly. Like, it was so funny. To month after month, he would be like, listen to your heart and do the right thing and then i'd be like you know what you're right namer i'm staying with her and it's like that's not what i meant <laughs> you've told me multiple times you're just unhappy like what see, is going on see that's what see when we when mm -hmm. me and our other friend told you to break up with your previous girlfriend before that it worked really mm -hmm. well because we straight up just said told you to break up with her 
Yeah, but Daniels yeah. does a lot of mental gymnastics to vilify it. Well, okay, like can I tell himself? you why? Can I tell you why I was doing mental gymnastics to like make this relationship work? And like the she issue was, was, it's not even just making it work. It's just you sure. Do it no, in but general. I think it was <laughs> it was like this lifeline of like Ugh. this might be the only thing that makes me happy right now. I think I was just at a very unhappy place. Uh-huh. Daniel, you said, I don't know why. I'm, I just okay, mm-hmm. Daniel. In the relationship before that, you said. A text message to us about the reasons why you were going to break up with the person. And this is the longest text message I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> to this day, I don't think I've ever seen a text <laughs> message this long. Because it was I so long. Send, hey, I, just click on the, I used to send really hilarious. long text messages that were rants oh, about were my huge. feelings. No, and you blah, sent blah, long text messages. But I've never seen a text message this, this long in my life. To this day, it's been it, four it was, years. I think it might have been one of those ones where you had to click on the three dots and it would expand into another window. No, it expanded into it was. Expanded into oh, a text file. Huge. Like you had to click on it. it expanded expand into, into a text, text file. file. <laughs> it was Dude, at it least was, like oh my god, fifteen hundred words. Like I'm not even. It was a long. I think it, it was, was a lot of pent up emotion that I just needed to express. No, it was. Yeah, but dude, that was like, man, Daniel's Daniel's oddly probably the biggest ladies' man out of all of us, and he tries the least to get girls. It's ironic because like, he's he our group shortcake. Huh? Like he he manages to get girls to like him by literally not doing anything. <laughs> like he just like acts normal and then they like like him. Like uh, I remember Luke had this crush on a girl in like middle school, and like Luke oh, yeah. kind of like liked her mm-hmm. a lot and like you know he was like trying or at least somewhat I don't know mm-hmm. how, what the definition nah. of trying for Luke was. It wasn't really but, trying. But Daniel literally was not but, doing anything. He was just like maybe talk to her and be nice and stuff. And then she was like, yeah, I like kind of liked you like after the fact. I was like, <laughs> and Daniel's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. That's cool, man. Whatever. And then like, I hate uh, that situation. That makes that makes me so uncomfortable when you have to be. I remember. In that situation. I remember we were at Hawaiian Falls for band, mm-hmm. and we were playing. We were playing the Truth Circle game. Do y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, middle school. It was a game antics. where you whisper a question well, into the person next to you, and then yeah. you would say the name of someone in a group, and then play rock paper scissors. Sorry, and it, one. And if and if the person who answered it won. Then yeah. they didn't have to say anything, but if the person who asked the question won, then the person who answered would have to say the question. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you, the, so, the question always had to be, the answer was a name in the person of the group. So it would be something yeah. like, oh, who is the most annoying pois- person here? And then you would say if, their if name everybody, out loud. If everybody everyone. in the group turned into a redwood tree, who would you put in your... God, such a stupid question. That became a running joke for a long time because Luke would ask that question every single time, and it was not. It di- it didn't get any funnier. It didn't. <laughs> People would just be like, "This yeah. is uncomfortable. We're stopping the game now." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, that, that's that's the consensus even, when people hung out with Luke. They be like, uh, "I'm we comfortable. I'm comfortable with stop." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's middle school antics. But Daniel is he's a pull god. I, I think I think yeah. it's I think most no. I think the reason um I'm a whatever you're calling me a pole god or whatever a short pole king, god um I am short but um short king as if it's like a thing though. that we made up <laughs> no yeah, I he's know like a, he's a good looking dude though like he, he's five four but that's no all one's good denying looks, you know it. what I'm saying no one's denying he's a good looking dude I, Joey will dude Joey once I don't know why this was so insulting to me but Joey once gave me a five out of ten rating and. Ever since, I've never stopped thinking about, like, <laughs> that day jealous. was, like, did he? I mean, I can, I can understand why. I can understand why, but now I Joey just... is probably the best-looking person out of the four of us. Yeah. And you're well, the second I think that's best, why I would say. I, I don't know. It just kind of stung coming from him. I think uh, what I was going to say is the reason I'm a pole god is because 
most people think I'm gay, so therefore I'm unattainable. And therefore it's... <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just... Oh, my God. No, I no yeah, for sure. No, Especially I in middle school with those round glasses. Yeah. Right, no. My sports goggles. <laughs> Daniel's going to... I could tell Daniel's going to be in, in, like, whenever he becomes a teacher, like, the girls are going to have a crush on him. And, like, you'll be very uncomfortable Yeah, but I'm... Sh- I, I don't understand. I feel like I'm too short to be, like... And I, I okay, feel like it my, depends. Daniel, my listen. voice. I, I see, feel like my voice deters people. It's like I, there's something about my voice that just bothers me. Daniel, I hear listen. I think you're like, projecting. Two, I think you I foresee two futures for you. Okay, either one, you get jacked as fuck, or two, you just let go. If you get jacked as fuck, <laughs> I see you being. Luke's, Luke's giving me a 50-50 the... chance of turning into either the happiest person ever, where I feel really good about myself, or the most depressed, lazy piece of shit that just gives up on life. This Great! I love ways. my odds here. Could, I love my odds. This could here. go two ways. <laughs> this could go two ways. Number one, you go to the gym every day. You get yoked. Number two, you shove every Yo. meatball down in your mouth and you get so fat. <laughs> you know what's yeah. funny? It could go one Luke of two ways. Made a joke about about me that made me laugh so hard. It was just the one where it's like, it was something like, "Do you guys want to eat dessert?" And Luke said, "Oh, I don't want to eat dessert. I don't want to get fat and bloated like Daniel all the time." And it was just so uncalled for. Like, I don't have many. Like, this is back to the self confidence thing. I don't, I don't think, have many. I don't things think you're that ever gonna be fat. Like, self conscious. No, I don't think so. Yeah, no. Because you're such a picky just, eater that you don't eat that often. Like, I don't think you. But the food <laughs> I eat you is count not the amount good. Of times. The food I eat is not good. I want to point that out. I'm a picky eater, but the food that I eat is not healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think the amount of times you. Um, the amount of times mm-hmm. you've eaten my mother's cooking, I can count on like a single hand. I'm pretty sure because you just like <laughs> you I think you can count on s- you can count it on a single finger. <laughs> oh my a god, a single finger, Guys, yeah. It's I just, just like yeah, handle- not okay, for me, man. Hey, remember remember when Daniel faked food, being sick because he didn't want to eat exotic food? That, was that did oh, yeah. not happen. That did not happen. <laughs> that I had a headache. That did happen. I had why a headache. Didn't want to eat Daniel. spicy food? Why did I have the headache? Because I didn't want to eat spicy food. That's why. It's like it's like states' rights to do what. For, yeah, it is like that. In the uh, for the audience, I just want to say it's become a running joke now that any time I can't go to a party that Namer's going, at Namer's like house specifically, yeah, at Namer's yeah. house, or if it's like a party that his family's going to or something like that, they always say, "Oh, is it because you can't eat like spicy food? Oh, is it because you don't want to eat their food?" It's like it's just a running joke now. Um, it's and then I always, you, I always have pizza, this excuse when eat, I go like, where it's like, "Oh, I already ate." I'm not hungry. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I just, I, told I feel dad so that. bad, but it's like, I literally, like, I just, I, th- yeah. I told your dad that. He was like, yeah, this kid needs nothing all day. He just eats cheese. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. Dude, I'm, but I'm getting better at branching out. Like, I'm eating, like, vegetables and stuff. And, like, I hope, one day, I hope if we become famous enough, we'll have a YouTube series like we'll have a, a we try food? a huge YouTube channel, and we have a YouTube series where you guys go around and make me try new food every single week. And no, what I think you need to do, I think what needs to happen. I think is one day, I think one day you just need to, uh, yeah, get COVID and eat everything when he can't taste. Yeah, you lose your sense of taste and smell, and then we just eat give everything. you all exotic foods that are super spicy and stuff like that, and you're just like, mm, I think yum. Daniel, I think what you need to do is just like eat the same thing Namor and I eat when we go out once. Sure, once or well, twice. Here's my issue. No, but we eat out. Neighbor like, or I. Neighbor or I. Uh, yeah. I just want to say the reason I have issues with food is because 
I'm very sensitive to the texture for the most part, where it's like if something feels squishy when it shouldn't, or if something feels like tough when it shouldn't, or if there's a like a crunchy piece you got of a baby over here soft. It's like it's just I often okay, this might need to get cut, so let's pause for a second. I often wonder if I and I'm not trying to self diagnose myself, I often wonder if I I'm am. like one percent on the spectrum. You know what I mean? One percent. <laughs> I mean, no. There's some things that I do food? that are like, that are like, like you I, just, I think you might have a part of OCD, maybe, potentially. That might be it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's. I think there's something, because like especially with like the touching thing, where it's part... like touching is very weird for me. It's like touching and sensitivity to like sounds. Any I don't type think it's of just bad like... anymore. When you were a kid, it's no, like, not anymore. I've like grown, but like I literally used to have to go to movies with earplugs in because I was just like couldn't no, handle yeah. lots of sounds. Couldn't. That handle, might have just been kid uh, stuff. That might have just been a kid. It could have been, thing. yeah. I just, I don't know. Oh, I wanted to talk about me getting mad and sad. We haven't finished this conversation. Oh yeah, so Namer, have you ever this. seen him mad? Have you ever okay, seen let Luke, him mad? Let Namer like, finish his. Let, let Namer finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, sorry, seen him, sorry, I've seen him. Sorry, I've seen sorry, him frustrated, sorry. mad. I've seen him mm -hmm. frustrated and mad before. Never seen him sad. Like I've never seen. But the thing is, Daniel is like probably the most in touch with his feelings out of all of us <laughs> in a good so. way. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. like you know, sometimes he used to do this once a week. Predominantly when he was in a relationship, but we're not going to talk about that anymore. He used to do this once a week where he would just basically give like a, a feeling really just dump. Calling like a, me a really long text. Not <laughs> as long as the text he sent about his girlfriend or justifying that he was bringing up with his girlfriend. But a text that basically be like, I don't know. I just feel so unfulfilled with life. Like, you know, school is not really doing anything. I just feel like I'm just going through the motions. I just hate it. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Basically, it would that, would, be my that was what it was. emotions and then I would just rant them out because I felt like I needed to tell someone. And then you'd be like, mm. I don't want a girlfriend, but I kind of do at the same time. But I don't know. I just, I don't want, I want to be one that matters in a relationship that matters. Stuff like that. So he's like, mm. I've, I've read him being like really sad and stuff like that. I'm sure he's mm -hmm. been sad on his own, but like, I've never seen him yeah. physically sad. Um, yeah. I think Luke might've seen me sad. I don't know if he remembers this though. When my, when our lab, we had to put down our lab and I found out like standing on oh, the front right. lawn. We were all there. Like it was that. like it was your family. That was on Obama's second inauguration. <laughs> I don't know why Luke uh, yes. always brings this up. Every time I bring this story up, he's like, and <laughs> that was benchmark. on Obama's second in inauguration. It's the best. I didn't of the remember world. that. That <laughs> there's for two Luke, distinct moments. It's between. so funny that for there's Luke, pre... that day is marked by Obama's second inauguration, <laughs> and for me, it's marked by one of the saddest moments in my childhood. No, and it's, it's just, just like this. It's, con it's yeah. not just a Luke's day. It's the it's. Uh, it's a separate of it's the world. History. There's a pre. There's a pre Obama second inauguration. There's a pre Obama. Obama <laughs> I would like to point out the, the reason second. that made me so sad was that's how we divide events in the world. Been, that oh, yeah. dog had literally been with me since I was born. Because uh, the Are you dog was like a year and f no, no, Bandit, Molly, <laughs> what, Ronald. You don't remember my pets' names, Namer. You never remember them. Boomer, Boomer, Robinson. You never met Molly, Namer. You never I've, met Molly. Oh, that Molly. Was in that was in, oh, that was in 2013, so that no, was... No, he, like, he had a dog. No, I, I remember his dog. It was like it was a golden retriever or something. Yellow lab. It was yeah, a yellow lab. Right, yeah. right. But it was kind of old, mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard to tell what it was. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, she was uh, with me my entire life. So like the day I was yeah. born, like I had always had that dog around. And so there are photos of me like taking naps with her and stuff like that and all that stuff all throughout. Mm -hmm. So when it was like 10 and years old, to find out we have to put down our dog, I was like crying, hugging her on the front 
front yard because we were just out there talking. And then my mm-hmm. mom came back from the vet, I guess, and was like, oh, we went. And yeah. they said it's time to put her down. So we're going to take her in mm-hmm. a few minutes. And so then you watched Obama's your last second goodbyes. And I was like, it came out of nowhere. What's going on? <laughs> and I feel like it didn't come out of nowhere. Like we had been talking about it. But like for me, yeah. it felt like. Because she had a tumor, right? She had some kind of She was just, she had right? abnormal growth and she, her joints were starting to be in a lot of pain. And it came to the point where like she was having mm-hmm. difficulty walking. And it's a thing that happens to all dogs where they get old and it's just you have to kind of make the decision that keeping them around is worse for them than mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah but um but like, that's yeah. one moment that i remember being sad look i don't know if you there are a few times where i've like had morning cries like where i'll be like crying mm-hmm. right before we like get in the car or whatever and like because we, we would drive together to like high school so right, i would be crying cool. and then i try to compose myself like <laughs> and then we'd yeah, like be driving very... in the car and i'd be like it's fine. It's Daniel fine. Daniel was very sensitive when we were when we were younger. I made him I'll give you a specific example, yeah. and I'm just gonna say four numbers, and he's gonna know immediately. Ten twenty one, ten twenty. I believe is the correct. I think he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I, I, I can explain jokes. the story. I can explain the story really quickly. That's a specific date so and time. Funny. That day, I, I, it was another one of those long rants where I was like, oh, I'm going to tell my friends how I feel. And I sent it to a group chat. And that's that's already a bad thing, right? It's like a group chat of friends I barely even talked to. Barely even talked okay, to. Okay, no, no, listen. Listen. Yeah. This was a whole text about, about why he wanted to kind of break up with his girlfriend, why he thought she was doing the wrong thing when it came to certain friendships. Because his girlfriend was in some kind of, like, friendship triangle drama. Mm-hmm. She was shooting the wrong person. And Daniel went on this whole long-winded rant about, like, why everything was fucked. Why, like, he thought she was making the wrong decision. Why he wanted to break up with her and all this different shit. And Did then he sent it to this big group chat with at least ten people text- plus his girlfriend. Um, on accident. And the two no, okay, people wait, that, hold on. Yeah, on accident. Hold on. And with his girlfriend and the two people that she split I- between. Yeah, I wrote the entire text message in that group chat without realizing, thinking I was talking to you guys. I typed that whole thing out there, and then I hit sent, and then I read at the top, and I literally had a panic attack. Now, here's what I didn't know. Here's what I didn't know. I was panicking all morning long. And then I found out she had, my, my girlfriend at the time, had left the group chat a few weeks earlier. And I just hadn't yeah. noticed because it wasn't a group chat we Save talked a lot in. By so the she bell. literally, okay, but you would think Save by the Bell. I, thinking she was in that group chat, my initial reaction apologize was like, to her. I gotta <laughs> apologize. So she gets an apology from me out of nowhere, and she's super confused. She's like, like I, it's a long apology, like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, blah blah blah, and it's a panicked apology because I'm like, I just woke up this morning yeah. and I'm like freaking out. And I was texting you know Luke, what like, oh my god, what do I do? And people in the group chat, dude, they were like, um, okay. And some people laughed, and some people just said, I don't feel like I should have seen this. And it was like, <laughs> oh, it was so awkward, that was, man. And that was when Rory was in the group chat, too, just for no reason. Just, I, I like to think leave? in my mind. I feel like he left. Chat. I feel like he, I like, he felt, I feel like he just left the he group chat leave. at that, that moment. Was... It's like, I Rory like to Brady think... left this group chat. <laughs> I'd like to think uh-huh. he was, he was probably typing in who, question mark. And then you're like, oh, I'm sorry, that was meant for... And then he just writes cares, and then just left. That's what I like to think. Where he was like, he's like, who? Ash. Oh, my God. That is something he would do. That was, 
But you know what? So you know Luke, the funny thing morning, is though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say that morning. That morning I was, was like, one of those times. So panicked, like my emotion. I was just over, cause I I was texting you guys because I wanted to talk out my emotions. So sending it to mm-hmm. all these people meant like I was suddenly confronted with like I have to act on this. Blah 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 blah. And uh-huh. so I just, I was like crying, panicking. Like, I did, I, is this going to ruin my relationship? Because I wasn't sure that I wanted it to end yet. Probably should have mm-hmm. been. I mean, you know, I had all these doubts. But anyways, it's like, so all of these tears are just like throw, flowing out of my yeah. eyes. Nobody's home because my parents leave to go to work early. And my sister has school earlier. Well, this than was on a Sunday or Saturday because this was just it was during band. There's... This was, that was like the day before oh, a, comp- a, day of a competition. Day? Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. No, it was. It oh, definitely was. Because yeah. we had... Cause we had. I thought it might have been the Friday, lunch, and then the like, competition was the day after. No, it was the day of. Because we ate lunch at the rehearsal. And I Goes remember... Goes to show you how good we, my memory we purposely, is. We purposely sat a table across from our friend group at the time. Like, me, you, and Joey, our other friend, mm-hmm. purposely sat, like, like, a table away from everybody else. And then I, yeah. I, I saw Daniel just nervously glancing up at them every so often. Yeah. Um, I was, was going to say, so that morning, well, I, was, yeah. I was, like, I was crying. And then, like, I texted you, like, what do I need to do? And you were, like, stop panicking. Like, this, it's not that bad. And I was, like, it is that bad. It's so horrible. I don't know what I'm going to do. Should I apologize to her? Blah, 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 blah. And you're, like, just calm down. It's fine. It's not that bad. Like, I, I don't know what you sent me. But you kept telling mm-hmm. me, like, just, it's, you shouldn't worry about it. He and sent so, an inspirational like, quote by Mahatma Gandhi. <sighs> <sighs> I just calmed myself down. And then, like, we had to get in the car together. So I was just, like, really silent in the car. I felt like I was just being, like, really, like, uncomfortable. Because I was like, oh yeah, I don't want to talk this out in person. Because that's the reason I sent this text. Like, I'm just uncomfortable with... Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. all I wanted so to, for uh, me, to say about it. I was going to say, I thought it was oh, really yeah, funny. Yeah. Because I was friends with Daniel's girlfriend. I was close friends with Daniel's girlfriend at the time. Um, mm-hmm. At the time, at the time. Um... And she got mad at Daniel for breaking her trust by, like, she was going, he was going to tell it to us, but then she got mad at Daniel for te- about to, for being about to tell it to us, even though she had already told okay. me let me explain this everything a little bit better because you about just confused yes. everyone in the audience. Here's what happened. <laughs> I was about to send a, a text of, like, something she had said to my Mm-hmm. friends because i was like i want to talk about this right and when i did that i then i accidentally sent part of that text to the big group chat right mm-hmm. and so she found out about it eventually partly because i apologized preemptively before she even found out about it um but anyway so she got really upset and she texted luke like i can't believe he would betray me like this despite the fact that she literally, I think, was it the day before she was going to do the same thing? Take one of my texts and send it to you? Or she did do the same thing? Where she took one of my texts and sent it to you? She did do the okay. same you thing. Okay, so it was just couple. kind of this ironic moment out. where he's like, this is so ironic. <laughs> like, how can you be angry at him for talking about one of your texts yeah. and sending it to, like, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys were so healthy with each other. I don't know why it never worked out. But... <laughs> so healthy? Yeah. Did you you, you actually You guys made so? each other really he better. Was, I can't tell if you're being joke. sarcastic. I'm being super sarcastic, dude. Are you? Okay, don't, okay. I don't, thought you were. I was like, I, does he? Did he not? Because you said, you know, like the day we broke up, you thought we were fine. So that's why I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic there. So for me, the missed... funny thing, because I'm gonna talk about my perspective on this, right? So I didn't mm-hmm. really hang out with you all that much that year. This is yeah. sophomore year of high yeah. school. Like, you know, I had my own things going on, just doing stuff. You know, I hung out with a different friend group a lot, but we would hang out like you know every like once a month, maybe once every other month, stuff like that. So for me, Daniel, like I think Daniel, the way he did it, I'd like to think in his mind. He was like, I have to go to the great namer about this, but I don't want to waste his time. So I'm going to condense what happened 
ask him for advice and stuff like that. So it's like I felt like kind of like his father in a way. He like, hey neighbor, I messed up really badly. Um, I did this thing. Oh and, yeah, like, didn't you know, I text like, you? Yeah, I you would always you, like right? you would come to me. No, you, you would come to me separately because because mm-hmm. me, Daniel, and Joey were all in a group chat, mm-hmm. and then me, Daniel, and Neymar were in a group chat separately. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't want to double text. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Daniel would like just come to me directly, and I kind of liked mm-hmm. it. I felt like you know a mafia don. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is what you do. I'm gonna this take care of it. Don't worry. Do. This is what you gotta Th- do. They're gonna owe me a favor. Can't refuse. It's like I could. Mm-hmm. I, could I, I pro- I'm gonna make a proposal. I'm gonna make a favor. One day I'm mm-hmm. gonna ask you. And I was just coughing, Godfather. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, "Oh, this is cool. I feel like a. I feel like I have some type of you know authority. You know, which is not the case at all. It was a joke. But you know, I just be like, <laughs> yeah. "Dang, what did he do this time?" And I was like, all right, wise old Namer is going to give him the intuition of a lifetime. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, you know, just break up with her. And he'd be like, yeah, but I don't know. Uh, maybe, but we'll see. I uh, always thank asked you, him. I was advice. like, because I valued your opinion. And then you'd always be like, dude, just break up with her. And I'd be like, oh, man, I don't know if that was the right one. Like, I see what yeah, but you're I would saying, say it very eloquently. But... I would say, like, articulate. I'd be like, you know. I believe that you're better off. You need to find yourself. You need to focus on yourself. You know, love mm-hmm. yourself. Focus on yourself. Do better. Things like that. And you're like, huh, that's a good idea. I'm going to think about that. And I guess you took it as, oh, I really liked your advice of telling her to stay or keeping her. I yeah. was like, I'm really glad you did that. Yeah, that was so know. funny. It was so <laughs> funny. Like it's always funny my... looking on the outside, looking in, mm-hmm. in those situations. Because, like, uh, like just looking, because, you know, I didn't. It's like it's like when you watch like YouTube drama, like you generally don't care. Mm-hmm. But like when you get like a condensed mm-hmm. version from like a YouTube channel or like a TikTok video, yeah, it's like, it's like oh, what happened with this funny. relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like our hype house kind of or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or Dixie yeah. DeMillo and, and then Griffin Johnson. And then that um, then that breakup split up our friend group. It was and a civil just, war. That's the only kind of yeah. No, there was a civil war. We all killed ourselves. We all killed ourselves. Luke thinks the civil war was just was political suicide. It was the New Deal. You know, we kind of switched our political alignments. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Kind of, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, and I yeah, just, I, like, remember... I had no stakes in this whatsoever. So I literally I wanna, could do no I right do or wrong. I want to put great. this out there. My relationship was not abusive in any way. It was not like, as it's not. It's just it, a high school I feel like relationship, we're making it out to be this horrible thing. It was just like, we weren't communicating properly. And I started kind of like mm-hmm. questioning everything without acting on any of that like doubt and so it just kind of became this mess of like it was just was pettiness, probably in that right? relationship that's, for way that's too how long. relationships work right it's just pettiness that's all it is yeah like yeah. you know you just especially and in I high school with, nobody really thinks to i disagreed with her on so. some major points especially like luke was saying like how she was like treating some of this like this problem that she was having in her life and it's like yeah i guess it's not really my place to have an opinion on that but it just felt like she was doing objectively the wrong thing, in my opinion. And so that's why there was that conflict. But then when I confronted her about it, she'd be like, <clears throat> get off my back and stuff like that, which I understand because it's like it <laughs> yeah. really isn't my place. And now hindsight, I'm like, I know what I would do differently, but I can't go see, back. That was yeah, when, that was when and mm-hmm. why my relationship with her, like my friendship with her started to deteriorate mm-hmm. because I told her, listen, you're making the wrong decision. Like, don't do this. <laughs> and then... yeah. She just stopped talking to me. Some people just... I, I, that's the thing I don't understand about a lot of people. Like, with close mm-hmm. friends, it depends. But, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people, like, when you when they ask for your advice, they really don't want your advice. They just want you to agree yeah. with them. And be like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is what I'm going to do. It's like, oh, yeah, I think you're going to... That's a good idea. They just want you to basically say that. They never want you to be like, oh, what's that? You want me to do something actually reasonable? Or, like, take a mm-hmm. look and see that I'm doing something wrong? Well, why don't I even come for your I advice? Think... Thanks. Whatever. 
I think Namor's so adding much, somebody dude. right now, and I agree. No, I think well, I'm, here's, I'm probably here's projecting, find, but like I, you know, something I find like, interesting though is a lot of times people will like come to people for advice, but it's not really mm-hmm. advice. What they're like, what you're saying, they're asking for justification for what they want to do, but it's also this thing where it's like. I've learned that when people come to you with their problems, they don't always want a solution. And I've always been like a problem solver person where it's like, okay, what is the most reasonable, logical way to solve this? So I always try to like, here's how you should solve this, blah, 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 blah. And that's why whenever I'm having a problem and I come to you guys and you give me like step-by-step advice or tell me like, here's what, here's the reasonable thing to do because you're not in a reasonable mindset at the time. Like, that's why I trust you guys. That's why I send you guys. So it's like for me to like have a relationship where like, you tell each other problems and you're just supposed to listen to each other. It was just like kind of a like a shocking thing yeah. to me that I, I didn't fully mm-hmm. grasp. I think that was you my just issue. to be like, yes, I agree. I've heard that's that so that's, messed that's, up, that's something that's something mm-hmm. therapists have to take into account while seeing clients is that men more often than women want mm-hmm. solutions to their problems and women want validation. Mm-hmm. So I've heard therapists yeah. have that's to take that into account when treating sense. people. Yeah, I think I, I think I just think in I general, that, some people. Sense. Yeah, I think some people are just genuinely like that. They just, they just don't want to necessarily find a problem or like find the solution because maybe there mm-hmm. isn't a, a clear cut solution. But it's just like they're thinking like, like ah, I just I want to be I want to get this all out, you know, and I want to mm-hmm. seem like I'm in the right, you know, when yeah. you may not always mm-hmm. be. Like just by mm-hmm. definition, you're not always in the right. But when people are saying that you're not in the right, that just makes you feel angry. It's like ah, oh, I shouldn't even come to yeah. you with this stuff because you're not helping whatsoever. It's mm-hmm. like I'm literally just telling you how I see it. You know what I mean? And it gets kind of annoying when that yeah. happens, especially in high school, dude. It's just people are just like, whatever. And like, people I also are very like fake in I high remember, school. I just want to put that out there. People are very that is true. fake. In high I had school. a I had an English teacher. I mean, we all had this mm-hmm. English teacher. It was a sophomore year. Uh, we had an English teacher. She she said something that I was just like I was thinking about. I still think about it every now and then. She basically was like, mm-hmm. "Is it haven't you guys like ever had this friend, or it's like." Or, like, whenever you're in a rut, did you always have two types of friends? One, you're, like, that girl that will be, or, like, she was, like, especially girls, like, you'll have that friend, like, when you're, like, mad, they're, like, yes, mm-hmm. sis, like, I'm super mad, too, let's screw, mm-hmm. screw everyone, like, whatever, mm-hmm. like, they share the same energy with you, and you go to right them up. in certain times, but then in mm-hmm. certain other instances, you go to the friend that's, like, oh, my God, I needed that advice, thank you so much. I'm, like, that's mm-hmm. BS, like, I feel like you really need, mm-hmm. like, to me, I'm, like, that's such BS, dude, that's such, like, that's a middleman it's I hate the middleman yeah. aspect of that stuff. It's so annoying. I it's think, like, mm-hmm. I was just gonna say that's interesting because I I always want to try and do the right thing. So if I'm wrong and when I come to people with my problems and I'm like, this is what I'm thinking about, and if they're like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to, I don't want a yes man who's always like, yep, that sounds great. Oh yeah, you should do that. No, I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. It's like I want somebody who will critique me and even if it's hard like it's hard to confront that where it's like i'll tell you guys a problem and you guys will give me an answer that i don't like i'll be like man i really don't like that answer but i know it's the right thing and now i have to like listen Mm -hmm. to them and like it's just i don't know with you is i think Mm -hmm. with you it's like when you give advice yeah um you're very like risk averse like you don't like taking risks so whenever someone's doing a risky thing you're like don't do the risk it's not gonna work out and yeah. so, like on multiple occasions, this has happened. And Luke mm-hmm. has come up with this great quote that I love. No, it's Luke like whenever Joey, Daniel, I don't know who came up with oh, it yeah. first. It's like when Daniel is it's like when I'm in a rut, I ask Daniel for advice, and then I do the opposite. <laughs> yeah, <That was laughs> it's like or yeah. no, it's just I, I I don't know who it was, mm-hmm. but it was just really funny. Where it's like 
whenever I want to, it was, I think it was mostly applied to relationship advice where it's like, whenever I need relationship advice, I ask Daniel what I should do. And then I do the opposite of it because I always do the thing, like literally the least riskiest thing, because I just, I don't know if it's like I lack confidence, but it's like, I don't, I think you like like confrontation. I really hate confrontation. Mm. I really do. And it's like strange because like, I always want to try and do the right thing at any given time. And a lot of times that requires like face-to-face communication. So I think but that I think where, you do is like where being, a lot of my problems come from. It's just like you probably prefer stability because you have to admit, I think mm-hmm. all of your life has been instability. Like just, in yeah, the, in, sure. I hate change. Life, I hate right? change of any kind. I, for a while I like was having so much anxiety about like, like life and stuff like that. And I finally, like I went to therapy about it and we found out like my issue was, I literally cannot handle change. So I have learned how to like adapt and like be okay with things changing. Like the, the transition from middle school to high school, is like, you, you gotta be okay. Things are going to change in life. Um, yeah. See, I think but again, so I'm, my yeah, family is Irish. Like my parents are Irish. I feel like it's mm-hmm. in my blood to adapt to change. Be well. risky. Yeah. Be risky. Yeah, to be, no, no just not, not just be risky, and... but to adapt to change. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's been like in most Irish people, I think that's kind of necessary for the things that mm-hmm. the country has gone through. It's kind of like a cultural thing. You guys just have kind of like yeah. adopted. Like it's just part of your yeah. It's in your mm-hmm. blood. You were gonna say something. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think given with my parents' background stuff like that, they were immigrants, and there have been times mm-hmm. like I think if you look at us from ten years ago versus now, like we're completely different, and that's because they took so mm-hmm. many risks, you know. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, mine too. I think yeah i'm yeah your parents too but like yeah i mean daniel for the most part from what i've noticed over the years is like his life has relatively remained the same his house is the Mm. same his like family is about the same like you know they always have coca-cola stocked up in the mini fridge it's always Mm -hmm. a constant in their life maybe they'll remodel the the game room bedroom for like nine years of my life ten years of my life no more than that yeah i I I moved out of the other room but anyways yeah Oh, you moved out? I didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, Daniel, oh, a lot, yeah, no, he did. I feel like for you, Daniel, a lot of your life is just, it's been so stable that, no offense, I don't think you really yeah. had any big type of adversity in terms of, like, an external type of adversity. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure mentally sure. and stuff like that, you've had those roadblocks and stuff like that. But I think yeah. just in I terms of I had a lot of, of mental roadblocks in, in my early childhood and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. because yeah, I had, but, you know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, again, it's so interesting seeing you guys. Well, primarily Daniel, because, you know, he's a... You know, he's American. His family's like, like from like been American for generations. Like, you know, it's like just a normal suburban white family. It's just like mm-hmm. just seeing that stability is so weird to me. I'm sure for mm-hmm. Luke at first it seems weird too. But you know, it's just like, oh my god, they can just talk to each other about their problems normally, and like they can have <laughs> conversations for a while. Like, wow, what is that like? Yeah, like, you can just you're telling me mm-hmm. when you have a problem, you're fine with going to your parents and asking about it. It's like whoa. Yeah, for the most that, part, there are some thing. things that I you know. Yeah. It's really weird for th- me, but you know, you just get used yeah, to it for me. I get least. that. I think, um, I just want to put this out there for anyone who is like having, you know, any type of issues in their life, whether it be mental or physical struggles or anything like that, or even if your life is going over perfectly it. fine. <laughs> no, here's what I'm going to say. I genuinely think like therapy is a great solution, like for anyone, for oh, any for place sure. in your life. And I think I'm obliged think- to say that, but yeah. Well, one thing is yeah, like he's, he's I, been paid off by big therapy. When I have the money, I, Luke's <laughs> being paid off by. When I have the money and the time, I or like when I get out of college, that's something I want to do at least like once a month is have like something like I can go to and talk because, um, the thing that helped me the most in my early childhood, I, like I said, I had lots of problems. I had stress like 
the most unreasonable anxiety about dying for the mm-hmm. longest time and i had unreasonable anxiety about change and i had all that all of those sensitivity issues and going to therapy like subconsciously i think taught me all of these ways to handle stress because i've realized like that whole like there's that whole saying where it's like whenever you're anxious it's because you're thinking about the future and whenever you're sad it's because you're thinking about the past so you're happiest when you're thinking about the present or there's there's some ancient saying like that well i didn't hear that saying until much later in my life but i had basically adopted that idea where it's like whenever i was anxious i was like okay I've been, I, I remember the rules are you need to stop thinking 10 steps ahead. You need to stop thinking of the worst case scenario because the worst case scenario almost never mm-hmm. happens. Like it's like 0.001% of the chance does that ever happen. So I would always be like stressed like, oh my God, I have a test today and I'm going to fail it because like I didn't study at all last night and I'm super tired. And I, what if I'm late to late to school and then all of the, and then I would just tell myself like that, that exact same like regiment where it's like I've learned. Think about what's going on right now. I can I can change right now. Mm-hmm. I can like stop worrying about it and stuff like that. And without therapy, I wouldn't have learned that. So I think it's like that's what I'm trying to get at is if you are considering it, like just do it. Like it might be hard to find a therapist, but I genuinely think therapy has like a lot of benefits and it's kind of stigmatized, which I don't like. Like people need to Yeah, f- well talk for me, out. especially my mm-hmm. family's perspective, right? Like my mom's mm-hmm. very traditional my dad too it's like they don't think of mental health as that big of an issue right they just think of it as a gimmick or like right. a way to get money mm-hmm. out of you yeah so you know yeah. like i've never taken therapy it's never occurred to me to take therapy it's mm-hmm. funny because i feel like my parents would benefit a lot from it and me too i'm sure it's just I nice to bet, anyone you know? would it's just it really is yeah anybody would so it's a very interesting thing from coming from my background too because also it's mm-hmm. like you know i know you say like if you can do therapy mm-hmm. do it but I understand, like, listen, if whoever's listening out here is from is a second generation American or even first generation mm-hmm. American, or comes from a culturally, culturally traditional household with a mm-hmm. very basic, narrow-minded mindset, like, I get it, man. Like, it's really difficult yeah. to do that. The yeah. thing you can do is you have to have a good support system outside of your parents. Because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, I love my parents; they're great. Like, for the most part, they've helped me no matter what. But I understand, like, you know, the under there needs to be an understanding from people, especially people that are. Cause I look at TikToks, right, and you you always see like you know like an Indian girl or guy, and they're like, yeah, like I just got a boyfriend or girlfriend, and you know I'm hiding it from my parents because I'm worried that they're gonna mm-hmm. figure something out or whatever. And then yeah. you know the dumbest dumb people would comment on Twitter like, why don't you just you know just put your foot down and just be honest with them? I feel like yeah. they'll appreciate no, it. That's really it's like stupid. it's a very basic mm-hmm. backwards-minded like concept. Mm-hmm. Like you just have to. I think for a lot of people in this generation that have like their parents are migrating here it's a transitional phase right so it's a given that when you come to a place with such more given cultural freedoms and just like socially different compared to like the other in the more i guess eastern side of the world Mm -hmm. it it takes time right so i think the benefit of that is you learn these things and then you know once you get older and have kids of your own you can kind of become a better platform for your kids of the future be and then i'd be a better parent you, you know? basically break the cycle right like i think that's yeah in yeah. the long terms of what's happening right like i think our parents learn from their parents right mm-hmm. like daniel i don't know if you want to talk about your mom's past or anything but you know she's definitely learned from mm-hmm. her parents yeah. cycle and broken it right with you guys mm-hmm. she's much more loving and understanding from what yeah i, I just from, I'll, I'll put the way this I out see there it, yeah for my family um i have like seven or eight grandparents because literally all of them divorced and like three of them remarried so it's like lots of divorce in the past and like yeah so they definitely learned learned from stuff like that my parents Mm -hmm. almost never talk about their childhood like Mm -hmm. is that weird neymar how often do yours talk about their childhood 
Only when they want to let me know how tough it was. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> yeah, no, my parents yeah, have sure. never really told me anything about it. My my dad has, mm-hmm. um, he has scars not for not for any bad reason because he but because his dad used to own a butcher shop. He has scars. Yeah, because until he, he was like worse. Like so yeah. I just wanted to. I just wanted to. <laughs> my dad has he, scars he told, because his dad he has stories no. about those. And he tells <laughs> that, us those. That come and my mom so has like. Bad. Yeah, I know that's why I wanted to clarify. Yeah, yeah he, he has did. stories about those, and he tells us about them. And my mom has like stories about living on the farm and stuff, and she tells us about those. But other than those specific times and for those specific mm-hmm. reasons, my parents never talk about their childhood. I don't know it's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, they did grow up in in not very well off Catholic place. Mm-hmm. I think resentment yeah. is a very commonality amongst people with childhoods, especially when you grow up mm-hmm. and you see kids with people easier with lives than you or just your childhood resentment with people with nicer childhoods. So yeah, yeah like I think a key example for me is that because my brother and sister have such a wider age gap from me and they've mm-hmm. lived in much harder times in my family's life. Like when they were first starting off in America, because they yeah. moved from different countries to America that they had really tough times and that they weren't like in poverty in America, but you know, it was, it was some tough times. Right. And so mm-hmm. um, like my brother, like, you know, he never really got everything he wanted. His Our mom was always strict with him and stuff like that. And, you know, he just, like, he didn't really ask for much because he understood he couldn't. And so when I, I remember a lot when I was younger, right, like, I remember specifically getting an Xbox because I asked for it for my parents and then, like, getting games and stuff like that. And all these mm-hmm. things, like, when I was really young, like, kindergarten, first grade and stuff like that, he'd be like, like, you're so spoiled. Like, you know, you ask mm-hmm. for whatever and you get it. Like, stuff like that. And I also, I used to be really angry at him for it. It's like, I can't control. Like, just because my parents are now better or our parents are now better when they're raising yeah. me, like, just because we're mm-hmm. in a financially better um, yeah. period in our lives. It's like, I don't, like, I didn't control that. Like, I get it. Like, looking back on it now, I just, mm-hmm. you know, he's, it's clearly very unreasonable. I'm sure he didn't try to put this on a young, mm-hmm. like, five-year-old kid when he was in high school. Like, he's, he didn't mean to do that, but, yeah. you know, just what happens. And then, like, now, because what's really interesting for me is that, so we have a family friend group, a, a huge friend group in, or Bengali friend group in a certain thing. And like, you know, I'm like one of the younger generations in that friend group. So my brother is like, mm-hmm. actually the, like basically the oldest generation or a part of the oldest generation. My sister is like mm-hmm. a part of that too. And I'm in like the younger generation where it's like, yeah. I'm one of the younger kids. So like, they've known me mm-hmm. since I was born, like all that stuff like that. And so, uh, later on, my parents, uh, make friends with a different, uh, friend group of Bengali people. And like, they're all like, uh, not recently married, but like, you know, relatively younger and their kids are mm-hmm. super young. They're like five or six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine, you know, and I'm like actually one of the oldest people now in the front group or in mm-hmm. that, in that mm-hmm. uh, youth group, I guess. So it's so weird yeah. looking at those mm-hmm. kids because like I see them, you know, with all the brand new stuff. They live in the really nice houses and like, mm-hmm. wow, you guys have it so easy, like whatever. <laughs> so it's just like, it's a weird cycle, man. It's like, yeah. I don't know if it, maybe they'll look at other kids when mm-hmm. they get older and be like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, you guys live in a. A ten thousand square foot house. I live in a five thousand square foot house. Yeah, you guys, just you guys yeah. have it so lucky. It's, it's just relativity, right? Like that's all it is. No, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I find I this is a. I feel like this is. We have to end the podcast soon. But what I, one of my favorite quotes is comparison is the thief of joy. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're constantly comparing yourself or your life to other things, you are going to be unhappy. Right. You kind of have to like. The more you focus on who you are and appreciate who you are and the things you have. The, the happier you will tend to be tend to be um for sure 
I think we yeah, just, we, we care about what other people think so much, and we mm-hmm. look at other people, yet we don't realize that. Like yeah, I think another thing about to bring it all the way back to like body positivity or body positivity, whatever. Like mm-hmm. you know, when you're fat or something, or if you're fat and like you're just like oh everybody's you feel like everybody's looking at you, right? You're under a microscope. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, you're just like, oh, I'm so big. Like, you're thinking about what, how everybody's looking at you. Maybe they find you, like, mm-hmm. repulsive or disgusting. But mm-hmm. in reality, they really don't because they don't notice yeah. because they're thinking yeah. about themselves. Like, you are at mm-hmm. that moment, too. Like, everybody exactly. has their own thing going on. It's like, you know, like, I don't think I've ever noticed, like, an overweight person and been like, uh, ew. Which is mm-hmm. ironic because that's what I think other people look at at me. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, it's like it's really people weird. have this very one-sided way of thinking of how life works. Where it's like, oh, I feel like everybody's like looking at me. It's like if you feel like, oh, one day you're like, oh, I, I have this acne on my face that I feel like everybody's staring at. It's like no one is thinking about you. The amount that you're thinking about, like mm-hmm. your acne, that day that person's thinking about their hair and that person's thinking about their shoes and that mm-hmm. person's thinks, thinking about their outfit. It's like at any given time rarely is anyone ever thinking about you and if they are they're in a conversation with you and they're not thinking about like who you are as a person or what you're doing they're just thinking of what they're gonna say next and it's like rarely are yeah it's just you have you to realize a good that, indication that you, of that you're not constantly being looked at mm-hmm. you know what's a good indication what? of that is like when you get introduced to somebody new for the first time and you're mm-hmm. thinking of okay do not screw this up just say your name yeah super smooth mm-hmm. just don't screw it up shake their hand literally well right and you're right. thinking so much about that is that you completely don't pay attention to when they introduce themselves and like mm-hmm. uh yeah. and you say their name so like yeah. this happens so many times i remember like you know just like meeting people mm-hmm. i'd be like hi i'm namer it's like yes i did good it's like they're like hi i'm <laughs> i did it i did it shake hand and then i'm like crap i didn't listen to what their names were completely forgot it's like yeah. oh my god it's like hey dude or yeah you seem pretty cool dude mm-hmm. guy whatever it's like you know and then like you're like oh i should just ask oh i'm so sorry i wasn't paying attention what was your name again right and mm-hmm. yeah but like you know you, you don't it becomes way too late to do that it happens to be mm-hmm. so much you know what i mean oh, yeah. so i have For to you. like listen to context clues i'm being like oh this person oh okay and they're like oh come on so and so like okay i understand it now or they're like yeah i'm like you're just waiting dude. for somebody else to say their name yeah i get that there's a college humor See, sketch what what i here. what i do about it Mm-hmm. As I like take out my if, if we're like hitting it off right I take out my phone and I'm like hey can I get your phone number so we can like keep in contact or hang out another time and then they give me their phone number and I'm like and what's your name again and they say their first name but I'm gonna say oh no but I meant your I meant your last name I've heard this trick before where you say hey what's your name again yeah. and then you and then they say their name and then you're like oh sorry mm-hmm. I meant your last name I've heard that trick so many mm-hmm. times um, but yeah that's a good one I don't mm-hmm. know man. And who knows how long, how much longer social contact will remain? Coronavirus will still be remaining for at least a majority of next year, right? Because I, th- I don't know. Do, yeah. Let's do a prediction. When do you think you're going to get the vaccine? Like you'll be allowed to get the vaccine. You specifically. June or July. I'm going. That's what I've seen. That's what August. I've seen the projections. That's I'm what I've seen August. projections for. I'm going in August. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, mid yeah, mid 2021. This is going to age poorly. This is going to age. No matter what, whatever it date will. we pick, it's going to age poorly. It's like know, the PS5. Man. They just they didn't sell or make a, as many as they needed to, so it's just sold yeah. out for years. <laughs> yeah. It's a. Well, also, I don't know, man, because coronavirus apparently causes ED. So I don't know if I want the vaccine anymore. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> you want these guys. He's joking. The the coronavirus causes ED, not the vaccine. So. I already have ED, so it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invulnerable. 
I want to apologize real I'm, quick um, to our audio listeners. Um, like five to ten minutes ago, our there was this listeners. obnoxious beeping. I don't know for our audio listeners. Thank you, Luke, for helping me articulate. There was this obnoxious beeping downstairs because our vacuum cleaner are like. I didn't hear it. Not our room, but okay, you didn't hear it. Okay, good. It might not have picked yeah. up. Um, and then also like. 30 seconds after the beeping stopped, I was like, finally, some quiet. And I swear a helicopter just hovered over our house for like a minute straight. And my desk well, we actually was shaking. Live, so. We live in a airplane hangar. Literally in yeah, an airplane hangar. That, that would explain it. I mean, yeah, it would make a little more sense. That Yeah, yeah, that would so, make sense. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh, this has been going on for quite some time. Um, this is a good podcast. We didn't hit any of the actual topics we wanted to do, but it felt. More I feel like this way. was good. Though yeah. we had a lot of good conversation. Um, I actually want to record another it. one this week. I don't know. For so sure. the current plan. Yeah. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna just do housekeeping. Talk about the podcast itself mm-hmm. and the airing. Mm-hmm. Current plan. So, we're probably gonna release all three at once. The first okay. three, at least. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's gonna say we're gonna be talking about no nuance November in the last two, or whatever. But the mm-hmm. problem is. They came out in December, even though we filmed them in November. But the whole yeah, goal mm-hmm. is now, because we've been working so hard making the channel, the logo, all that stuff, is that, um, you know, it kind of delayed our releases of the podcast because we didn't have everything finalized. Mm-hmm. But now we're, like, basically done. I told Daniel just to come up with whatever background music because we spent way too much time yeah. on that. And um, so the turnaround time should be we record these, and then preferably we have them uh, posted the next day. Yeah. Preferably. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But mm-hmm. And then right now it's one per week. And we're thinking earlier in the week, so like we record Monday, Tuesday, air Wednesday, something like that. We'll see. Yeah. But I personally would be fine with doing two a week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So one earlier in the yeah. week, like we have Monday the time, or Tuesday. So I wouldn't yeah. be, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that either. So yeah, mm. we might, it, it may just become like minimum one a week. If we do more than that, then we'll do more than that. Like bonus. Yeah, we'd be like Joe Rogan. Sometimes it's just three, four a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe we'll do like four a yeah. week. Maybe we'll do five a week. Maybe, maybe we'll do seven this. a maybe. week. Maybe, maybe we just we'll record do, maybe, we'll maybe we'll do, no, no, no. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we do eight a week. I'm saying we do eight. Multiple why don't we? Why don't we just make our podcast eight hours long instead? Dude, <laughs> I feel like one day we should do that though. An eight-hour-long podcast would be so fun. Like the Duncan Very Trussell cool. Joe Rogan podcast. It's five I think hours. It'd be cooler long. if we did it in person, where it's like eight hours of just like. Yeah, we'd have to wait till it's in person for that. <laughs> all right. Nah, well, I don't think uh, so. is that is that all the housekeeping? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Know, but yeah, so, so expect one per week. I would like to start doing they, two per week. It should I don't be released on all platforms, but I don't know how quickly the release date is. So it may be delayed. Primarily Spotify and YouTube. Like, so we don't know if it's going to be on Stitcher or like iTunes. So we'll see. I think right? it can be. I think it can be. I think it can be. I think it can be on most platforms like Google Play, all of those, like whatever people use. But it may be delayed the way we like put out our audio version onto those platforms so who knows mm-hmm. anyways we hope you enjoyed the podcast i know we talked about some serious yeah. things so hopefully it wasn't like depressing we want to kind of be mm-hmm. like a mood booster where it's like be confident in yourself like you know be happy but we did talk about some serious things because you know it's and good as long as luke does not forget his microphone we can record another one at the ending of the week it will happen that's what they call passive aggression kids. Wait, but you're leaving for good. Camera. So if you don't, Luke, if you don't take it home this weekend, then oh, we no. can't record. Oh, no, no, I know. I will take it. Okay. I was like, if you don't take it, it, it home, a, no podcast. It was a well, calculated was, move. Yeah. He was like, he was like, I'm just going to forget the microphone. Ah, oh, darn. I guess we can't record in my busy room. <laughs> it was extremely calculated. Luke, did you know yeah. they were rearranging No, you know what happened? It was it was because Val came over here on, on Friday night, and I drove mm-hmm. that night. I just mm-hmm. forgot to pack it. 
Okay. Luke, well, did we'll, you Daniel, know they were rearranging you your room? A... Sorry, this is no, random. One last I had no thought. idea. Until, no, no until, idea? Um, until I came home on Friday, I had no idea. Hmm. I was a little surprised All right. in TV Cribs, well, though. I hope right, everybody enjoyed Love you guys. We got to, yeah. Bye. Bye.